Hello, welcome once again to the Rise of the Cordyceps Infected, a Last of Us podcast based off the HBO Max television series. I'm impressed that I was able to get the first part correct, and I always screw up the second part, but today I got them both, at least for a second try, because this is like a deja vu for everybody uh, that's listening. Uh, I screwed that up the first attempt, and so I'm redoing it now. So that's who we are. Uh, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. That is a podcast group, uh, has uh, has podcasts on it, has uh, articles, um, has uh, message boards. So we have a Facebook group called Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group. Uh, we have an email, which is darkdiscussions at aol.com, and also www.darkdiscussions.com. There is a menu choice called Contacts contact us which will open up a email box and you can email us that way as well uh if you do email this podcast please put in the subject no matter which way you email us uh, the word cordyceps or last of us or something like that hbo max would even work in the subject line and then we'll know it's for this podcast here rather than one of the other podcasts that we do uh, which includes the original Dark Discussions podcast, uh, which started all about 12 or something years ago. Maybe, maybe 13, I can't even remember. Uh, but either way, um, we have uh, other things on the website, uh, darkdiscussions.com. And what is that, Sean? Uh, so there's also the Patreon link, which you can click, and that's a way that you can support the podcast. All the episodes are released free on other, you know, many different uh, venues, but there's actual lots of costs behind the scenes, and anything that you'd be able to donate is appreciated, even if it's a dollar a month, that makes a difference. Uh, for every $5 that you donate each month, you get to pick a movie that you would like to get a review done, and what happens is every quarter there's a draw, one of those movies is picked, and then it'll be reviewed either by Dark Discussion's main uh, feed, or it'll be one of the sister podcasts, depending on where it falls genre-wise. Um, but the point is, is that anything you can donate helps keep the podcast going, and it's greatly appreciated for your support. And just thank you for listening, and thank you for helping us be able to keep doing this every week and doing this for, what is it? It's, this was started in, what, 2011, wasn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. So, yeah. So, that's uh, we're going up. You guys have put a lot of work and a lot of time in, and it's uh, nice to know that there's people listening and supporting. So, thank you. Yeah, yes, and uh, February uh, was a pretty good month. Uh, not as good as last February. Last February we had a crazy February, and that was because we were releasing our end of year list episodes and all that stuff. Uh, so we got hammered with listeners last year, but uh, for a 28 day month uh, this year we did pretty good as well. Uh, but, uh, since, uh, I stumbled in the original opening and we had to re play the, re the reset button and press record again, uh, I forgot one thing, which is I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil, from the state of New Hampshire in the US of A and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Phil. About to be hit with snow, but otherwise we're good. Yep. Same here. Uh, much snow. It's unfortunate. Puxatani Phil lied to us. Actually, no, he didn't lie. He he was right. It was, it was six more weeks to winter, that bastard. Anyway, it's still February, which is yeah. winter, no matter what what definition you use. 
Uh, well, we know what that means. It means whether it's going to be snowy or not and, and cold. And sure enough, it is. Uh, and in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you this evening? I'm doing good. And in the province of Alberta, Canada? That's Sean, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Uh, now, a couple other things for house cleaning. Uh, today is February 27th, 2023, for folks who are curious, uh, because uh, some of our listeners, like Pam, are always curious when we record our episodes. Uh, this episode is uh, covering the seventh episode of the season, which was called Left Behind. Uh, um, from February 26, 2023, that it was released. Uh, this episode should be released in the morning, maybe even later tonight, but probably tomorrow morning, which would be February 28th, 2023. Um, what other things did we have for house cleaning? Uh, oh, yes, uh, uh, Mystic Connecticut, uh, for folks who are familiar with our main podcast, the Dark Discussions podcast, uh, the podcast is meeting in Mystic, Connecticut, the weekend of the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, that, that weekend range uh, of August of 2023. Uh, so uh, anybody who wants to join us, because we do have some listeners and some fans and stuff that show up as well, uh, please reach out to us, email us, and just type Mystic in the subject, and uh, we'll give you all the details and whatnot, and you can hang out and actually participate in a recording of a podcast, because we all go see a film live at the theaters, generally a genre film, and then we do a live review uh, at a restaurant uh, and talk about the film and release it as a podcast episode, and that includes uh, all the folks who uh, participate uh, in the Mystic weekend uh we've been doing it now for a few years though we, we had to skip two years uh 20 and 21 due to the covid um all right so that's pretty much the house cleaning so i guess we could get into our episode tonight so uh left behind is the seventh episode of the season directed by uh lisa johnson and written by uh showrunner neil Druckmann. Uh, again, re- released February 26, 2023. No uh, viewership notes at this point that I have, uh, though episode six, Kin, had uh, 841,000 that watched it live or started it from an app live um, when it was actually airing. Uh, those numbers always go up uh, after the fact. Uh, streaming makes uh, Nielsen ratings a little much difficult to do uh, compared to the good old days. Um, All right, so uh, we can talk about what we felt about Left Behind, and then we'll get into uh, the full discussion of the episode. So uh, let's start with you, Barrett. What do you got? What do you think of episode seven? Um, You know, I generally liked it, but there was nothing revelatory about this episode. Um, It just didn't give me any surprises. It was pretty much what i expected and i don't know it didn't it didn't move me a lot either way um i didn't hate it i enjoyed it uh but it didn't give me exactly what i would want from an episode that's getting this close to the end of the show all right sounds good uh yeah for me um yeah i'm, I'm kind of right there with you barrett uh, i mean it's fine you know good enough whatever but um I felt it was more of a filler episode, even though it does fill in some backstory. Uh, but that's the point. Filling in a backstory is a filler episode. Um, and that's probably the reason why 
I, I think I enjoy movies more than television series. Uh, usually you would, I, I felt I would always think the other way around, but certain topics, um, the one hour and a half to two hours just seemed better for something. And, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, it was just, just all right for me. Um, I, I don't, you could skip the whole episode and, and I, I don't think it will affect, um, your viewership for, the rest of the, the season um it was truly a standalone episode similar to episode three uh so yeah that's my thoughts uh let's go with you uh sean uh i think the episode is fine i think the acting was fine i think the setting and stuff was was good it follows fairly close to the game but we come to again i'm assuming budgetary um restraints <laughs> or something because sequences and we've talked about this before that as opposed to like leaning into the game uh for action and such they go the opposite way and i mean it's not a spoiler or whatever but having one infected in the sequence seemed a little bit uh weird because uh in the the actual dlc that this is based on uh, it wasn't just one infected. So, again, I just have to assume that it's budgetary stuff that's, you know, causing that, along with the, the showrunner just not wanting to, um, or, like, almost going against what are the things that are enjoyable or whatever in the game. And we've discussed this before, so, I mean, it's nothing that's a surprise. So, and, uh, as I say, like, like you mentioned, you could miss this episode and you're not going to miss too much which is it's not it's not a slight against the the actor the actresses involved or whatever it's just i mean we're just it seems like in a way it could be seen just as a filler episode which you guys mentioned so that's kind of where i am all right sounds good uh mike what do you got yeah i mean i i'm i'm old uh i'm not bitter or jaded but i am a little dead inside so, uh, <laughs> uh, so these, like these heartwarming stories and these tragic stories, I, I've, I've seen so much of this done so often. Um, and it's not just like, and look, the obvious comparison, and you can't avoid it, is going to The Walking Dead. Anybody who watched, you know, any, any one or five or 12 of the seasons of that show knows the story of, oh, look, they're happy together get bit in three, two, and there it goes. Um, so this is, you know, we saw it with, I know immediately it was a, a shakeup with um, the Frank and Bill story because uh, that was a progressive degenerative disease. Nobody got bit. So, you know, is off for that. Uh, so that at least was different, but we know it's not going to end well. It never does. Um, we know because it's a flashback that uh, Ellie is going to be alone. And because it's a zombie apocalypse, we know it's probably not because uh, her, her her little friend is is gone off to Canada, which you know would have been bad enough. But oh. no, she, she she's probably not going to survive. We'll experience them all. You know, you're not going to get a full day in the mall without there being some some consequences. Uh, but I don't, I you know I, I'm I'm not getting. I, I was just saying, my wife, and I think I may have said it last week. It's my problem is not what's in the in the the show because what's in the show tends to be very well done, 
My problem is what's not in the show. And like I'm, re- I'm realizing that uh, with the exception of, uh, with very few exceptions, and coincidentally, those are the shows that had zombies in them, I'm not getting any sense of tension, of fear, of dread, of jeopardy. Like, they're wandering around this mall because they're stupid teenagers. Yeah. Haphazardly. And I understand that the, the, the girlfriend may have cleared it out and so forth. But that doesn't make for very dramatic storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow her doing the carousel and playing Mortal Kombat and, and all the rest never woke up that one zombie that happened to be sleeping in the basement, um, who, by the way, is the one zombie who's not connected to a network to summon a whole horde of other zombies, which, of course, was established in episode two, and they have since done absolutely nothing with, because the only other zombies we've seen, you know, were a whole cluster of underground zombies, and they were, as far as we know, already all there together. Um, It's, it's, it's the, it's the lack of dramatic tension. I'm wondering, like they're making, like the whole, why are we following Ellie? Because she's, she's the cure. She's the cure. The cure. Yeah. This thing that, that we're never seeing. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there, so there's, no, there's not even a sense of, I understand urgency is really not the right word for it. Um, because you're 20 years into the apocalypse, the the, time, the the deadline is already well past, right? She's clearly turning in her homework late. Um, but the idea, like the, the pressing need to deal with the zombies, it's not there because they're not there. Yep. We and, hardly ever see them. Yeah. They're not moving we're told, around. Right. We're told in the first episode, oh, there's like pirates and rape gangs and slavers and everything <laughs> out there and and they're everywhere except where you're going to be going. You're going to run across. You're going to want. You're going to run into three or four yokels. Uh, but other than that, you know, in, at the university. But other than that, it's, you're only going to have to worry about the uh, uh, femoral. And okay. Um, no, I did like how they handled this issue of the femora and the fireflies, and offering two perspectives on them and. Maybe, maybe neither one is <laughs> maybe the femora isn't as bad as we're thinking or maybe it is or maybe the fireflies are, aren't as good as we were you know led to believe uh and that's and i like that i, I like that idea but you know we've only got an episode and a half left because our understanding is the last episode is like is, is like 40 minutes so take out the uh the credits it's going to be like a 35 minute episode um so I'm not expecting, you know, so there's not a lot of time left to, to pay off to, to, to me. I can't say why I'm not as emotionally invested other than I've seen it all before. Um, and this is not exactly what I was expecting when I got into this. And I, and I haven't played the game, so I can't tell how the gamers are. I'm going to take Sean's word for it. Um, but I know a lot of people are happy with it. And I, and I like what's there, but... Um, What's because what's the, again? What's there is well done. What's there is crap. There's a lot of things I liked in this episode, but yeah. I was basically watching two kids wander around the mall. Yep. And I, th- I'm not I think sure. your I think your point about the the danger that's not there is the biggest issue with the show. Well, like um, you can't do a relationship story any better, a tragic relationship 
if you want to go there, in my opinion, than the first 10 minutes of Up. Right. Yes, yes exactly. Um, and is this same thing with Frank and Bill? Is it really any different? Two people find each other, find love, it ends tragically. And it's 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 not all different than that, except that you know, an update they didn't have a zombie apocalypse that was at their back door. Yeah. The the thing I want to tag on to with what you're saying, Mike, is we've so far we've had six episodes, no, seven episodes, seven sorry. episodes, and so far four of them have been based on and centered on characters who die. <laughs> Episode three, four, five, and seven are all on characters who die. So we follow a bunch of people who aren't relevant after their episode. Well, and, and, and to be fair, that's okay if it's done like the, another zombie show called Black Summer. But for this show here... Yes. It doesn't it, work, right? Yeah, it doesn't work. I don't think. I, I don't feel. Well, and well, adding so, on, mm-hmm. adding on to the no tension, like this whole episode, there's no tension because we know she lives. So there's no danger there. So she the gets closest, bit, she yeah. knows she's the cure, right? I mean, what? <laughs> right. And the closest moment you get for some tension is like quickly batted away. Yeah. So I mean, again, like there's an aspect where I'm like, okay, good. Let, let's have some horror. And I guess that would be my thing. And like, again, we've talked about this before, so I'm just repeating myself, but the aspects of horror are like walked away from, which again is kind of contrary to what the story is about or involves. Right. Yep. I don't mind. Yeah. I say, I don't mind that we know that she's not going to die because, you know, I know that James, I don't mind that. Yeah. It's just there's no um, tension to it. There's no I tension. I know Jamie Lurkley Curtis probably isn't going to die, but yeah, it's but right there is there is not a buildup of tension anywhere, and there are ways to build tension. Like I don't even mind that there was one zombie because you know what one zombie could do. One zombie could could by making that one zombie tough enough and hard enough to kill, then that makes it that much worse when you do see groups of them later on. Right. Um, but this, of course, isn't our first exposure to one zombie. Right, there's a reason why this is a DLC and not part of the main storyline. Um, well, it's a side quest. Well, I, I, I want to say that um, I've, I've seen many things like this uh, where uh, there really isn't much tension. Uh, you know, you can say that with James Bond because we know James Bond's not going to die, right? We, we, we've, we've talked on... A uh, number of shows in the past, uh, uh, Repairman Jack novels uh, by uh, that New Jersey author—I forget his name—Paul um, uh, Wilson, and uh, you know he, he's not going to die. The, the characters in uh, Jim James Patterson, uh, you know Harry P- Potter—I mean, you know—can go on and on. These are all series, and they ain't going to die. We all know those characters aren't going to die. So. But they okay. have friends who do. <laughs> well, she right, had other ways to that, build stakes that, into it. She, right, she had a yeah. friend that that died, obviously, in in this. But again, though, uh, it's. But she hadn't by the end of this episode, had she? I mean, she she's still alive. Well, right, right, right. We, we're assuming she turns, but but I guess I'm not disagreeing. What you're, I'm just being devil's advocate too. But my point is, is that for whatever reason, this one doesn't work. Uh, as say a James Bond movie, you know, where where Bond is, you know, 
ex- real exciting stuff's going on, and, and we know he's going to live, but oh my god, look at that, holy smoke. Yeah. Well, mostly for yeah. James Bond, you're watching for the villain. Right. Yeah, yeah. Say, I don't know about that. I'm. A, I, you could, a lot of people are big fans of James Bond. I mean, we. Oh, I'm not, yeah, it's not. I'm not taking away James Bond, but I mean, the big drawing point is every James Bond movie is has a crazy uh, villain with a. Yeah, and know, the villain is 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 really cool too. But but they're larger um, than life, right? So. But right, right. So for this episode here, you know, I mean, I guess it's a more quiet episode, even though there was loud, loud as hell and and. Shouldn't have been because zombies could be anywhere, um, but yeah, it, it's just there was no no real tension because we knew Ellie wasn't going to die. We knew this was probably where she was going to get bit because I think she even said it in episode two uh, or episode three, and then um, we knew the friend wasn't going to make it, uh, whether we see her turn or not. We we know she wasn't going to make it, as Mike mentioned, and there's one zombie. You know, and it's like, uh, you know, and, and, and the backstory, like her friend, whether it's a friend or a potential love interest, because I think they're, they're going to be going that way. Cause, um, you know, that, that's what the actress had been saying in interviews. The, the point is, is, is the character's dead. So it's like, you know, and otherwise it's, I don't know. I, I just didn't. Yeah. I mean. I'm just mumbling. Let someone else speak. I it didn't well, work. I think it's probably, it just didn't work well. It was right, an okay it's, episode. It's a two-character episode. We know, or I know, I thought I knew, going in, what fate of every character is going to be. I knew that uh, the one character was going to die, and I knew she wasn't going to die until the end of the episode. So, there, there again, there is no tension at all until the, well, there's just no tension, right? Because we know when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. Um, they don't even get the, we don't even get to see her have to kill her friend, which would have added a little bit of pathos. And, you know, plus, you know, I like to watch children die twice if possible. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, like you mentioned Black Summer, right? Now, Black Summer, yeah. where there are episodes, especially at the beginning, where people, first of all, in both season one and season two, it takes a while to find out who the actual lead of the show is um, and who's going to live and who's going to die. And it's established pretty quickly. Anybody could live. Anybody can die. Very few shows have that luxury. The Walking Dead kind of had that early on. But at some point, everybody left in the cast seemed to get pot armor. Uh, and that certainly took some of the bite out of the show. But there was always that chance that somebody wanted out of their contract. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just a benefit of of having that large a cast when it's two characters and you know, one of them's making it and one of them's not again, it, it, it kills the suspense. And now people say, well, what about the relationship? Oh yeah, it's, it's an, it's a fine relationship. It's a nice relationship. We did one of these episodes. There's no momentum to this story. Um, this is a road show where like it's an on the road show. It's a travel show where we keep taking breaks we keep cutting away from the main characters, which is was one of my complaints about episode three. It was not that I had a problem with the episode. I had a problem with the placement of the episode. You know, that's early on in the show. And we're taking time away from our main characters. And we keep taking time away from uh, from the, the main relationship. And I keep saying, well, this relationship helps inform her relationship with Joel. You know what else would help inform her relationship with Joel? Spending more time with her and Joel. Right. Um. <laughs> 
I, I got it. You know, she's again. It's, it's I can do. I can do shorthand in a post-apocalypse now. Uh, she's had a hard life. She's been, you know, she's found out she's special. Probably been used and abused. Um, she's lost everyone she loved because it's the post-apocalypse. Everybody's lost everybody they love. Um, I'm not somebody who needs to know all the details. I, that's why I don't like. I, I I don't mind prequels, but I don't like or need prequels that tell me everything that happened before the movie TV show series started. Right? I don't I don't need every blank filled in. I don't need to know the origin of the person who made Jason Voorhees hockey mask. Um, I, I just right. That's a, a little good, that's a good okay. analogy. That's a really good analogy. Um, you know, the one I like. I was. I didn't need to know why Han Solo was called Han Solo. You know, little things like that. Um, You've just been born that way. <laughs> right. That's. I just no. assumed it was. You know, a name. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just a name. I, exactly. And you know, and. and yeah, okay, fine. And so you get to tell her relationship. But like you said, this is re- feels redundant to an episode they already did. And and that was a storyline I've seen a lot in the past. Now, how they could have changed it, I don't know. Um, they could have shortened the the uh, the luxury, Right, the the shorten the 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 carefree fun and games of running around the mall, unsupervised. You know, and yep. certainly I think all of us we could we we can get like a little bit of wish fulfillment in there, but at the same time, you know, we've we've seen this before in Night of the Comet and Dawn of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead remake. So that isn't necessarily um, original. Original. Uh, if you had a couple of zombies and they have to work their way out and maybe, you know, get bit just as they think about to get, I don't know. I'm not sure. Add the zombie in way earlier because they do show him early. Yeah. And I'm not buying budget because they keep talking about how we had to build an entire town for one episode. We had to build this entire mall for this one episode. It's that's that's money too. That's probably more money than a little bit of makeup. Um, you know, which which I've I've seen people do in fan conventions. Uh, not, again, probably not holding up to the same level of scrutiny, but still. Um. So yeah, I'm not like I, said, I don't know the budgeting. I could be wrong about this, but I don't feel it's a budget thing. I think it's a choice. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, because they're spending so much on everything else. Like AMC did zombies every week, and and just about every week in Walking Dead, they would have, a, a, they would they would try hard to give you something you hadn't seen before. Um, it may not have been a very long scene, but it was something. They tried to give you stuff that was memorable. Right, right. And and that and AMC were freaking penny pinchers when it came to that to Walking Dead. No matter how good, even when the ratings were in their very best. One reason why a lot of people ended up leaving the show was because they weren't being paid much of anything. Right. Um, so, you've got, but you're right. Kitty, they, they still Kitty has spent, to get off the keyboard. Thank they, you. They, but you're right. They spent money on, on the zombies. They did. You know, the, and, those and they were ever present. You felt the danger, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's right. this, you're not feeling that danger because they're so rarely showing up. Right. Right. And if this is an abandoned mall, 
for whatever reason, because t- based off of what I saw, it looks like the Fedra should, should have had this this locked down as as a entertainment complex for for people because it it seems pretty safe to me except for the one zombie. Right? Why why weren't they utilizing it? I yeah, agree with that, you. that power for it. They and when they the, noticed the extra power drain when she's turning on all the power in the whole freaking complex. Right. Right. It, it's just bizarre because it's it it didn't make sense to me. It's like oh my god, this is this is a a huge thing that would make people happy and then not using it it's just weird and then um if this is in a dangerous area then that would contradict my first point so where are the zombies if it's a dangerous area because it's not like there was anybody there that was sweeping through to make sure there was no zombies so it's you know and this wasn't the beginning of the apocalypse like the dawn of the dead or the dawn of the dead remake where the zombies were were not in the building because it was the building was closed when the zombies came uh the infection outbreak happened and so it's the next day so you know this is 20 years later so where where are all the zombies if they're not being patrolled people aren't patrolling this right. well most modern malls you know are little fortresses uh yeah. stay away from the doors which are glass yeah, yeah. you know there's but you know, and there's usually um, overhead lighting, yeah. but the walls are, are opaque. You know, they're, and so, they're, and some, they're some malls they have have the 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 pull down shutter doors too, depending on where they're right. located. You know, but anyway, continue, Mike. But so I can understand like people not seeing what's going on inside. Uh, the mall is sealed up, and so maybe there's no zombies inside. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, I'm even willing to suspend disbelief and assume that everything is working 20 years later with no maintenance. Right. right. Um, and, and that no one would be interested in, in using that to entertain the, the civilians. Or right. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief for this story. And look, there was a lot of charming stuff in the story, the stuff I liked a lot. I don't know that it need to all be there and that some of it may be able to be traded off either to, to quicken the pace or to um, bring uh, you know, maybe extend the zombie scene, right? Because once you got the makeup and you got the actor there, you can keep going. Have them trying to run away. Have them trying to hide. Put more than one in there. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, you're you're right. They could have had a a thing where they're hiding and and you know the heartbeat and you know like like you see in horror films that you know it's wicked scary. But there was no you know, and this is supposed to be a, a horror show. I, I think it is, right? I, that's that's what it's supposed to be a horror show. So I'm wondering about ha- that now. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> so, and you're right; they didn't have any suspense at all for the zombie. That's a really good point, Mike. They could have had them, you know, running around the corner and hide, and and just is the zombie going to find them? And we see the zombie walking around, you know, just whatever. And and again, that's not original either, because again, we see all that, and you know, like I said, horror films and stuff. But that, I mean, that's the main reason why I was watched. I decided to watch this show was because I wanted to see some some uh, tension, thrills. Horror, zombies, monsters, and uh, and whatnot. So, yeah, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Well, again, we, we talked about this last week. This is this is what we're going to get. This is what yeah. the show is trying to be. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, this is not one of those shows. Uh, back in the old day, where they, you know, you're airing shows in September. Uh, you know, when you had the, the the fall season used to be when all the new shows would air on network television. 
and they would do 20 some odd episodes in a season. And by the time yeah, you got to November, yeah. right, they're still making episodes. They still haven't shot the second half of episodes for the end of the year. And they're getting feedback from the show. You know, now, by the time the show airs, the entire season is done because there's only 10 episodes. And whatever right. problems there are with the show, there's no time to go back and fix it. You've got to wait two years to go back and try to tweak it. Um, and respond to whatever change, whatever criticisms the, the viewers may have. Um, not that you should always be chasing what the viewers want. Sometimes viewers want things that are unrealistic, or they don't realize like that once you take those two characters, they really want to hook up, and it's going to kill all the, the romantic tension and sabotage the show. Um, but uh, you know, this, this is the thing where it's, I, I don't know, I, I see everybody likes the show, and I'm not. I, I I like it. I don't. I'm not understanding the elation that I'm seeing from a lot of people. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking, and, and I'm really worried about our listening audience too, because a lot of people who probably listen to us are, are fans of the show, right? I mean, they're they're watching the show, and 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 as we noticed uh, online, uh, Facebook, uh, and social media, and whatever, uh, you know, you have your haters here and there, but but in our circles that that we we're associating with online it seems like most folks are liking it and not just liking it but a lot of them's going oh my god this is great. this is great you know it's like and and yeah maybe maybe we're in the minority i don't know i, I and, and i may be missing it i may be viewing it with the wrong eye it may just be that it's not for me um i, I could come up with a whole slew of things and and this yeah. is why like getting feedback from people is always useful you know telling us what it is that you love about it what you think work works really well. And like I said, I'm a little dead inside. I've, I've seen the, the, the lovers who finally come together and profess their dying love for each undying love for each other. And then at least one or, or, or both of them ends up dying tragically. I'm for God's sakes. We've only had seven episodes and we've seen that happen at least twice, arguably three times, four times in this series, you know, except one with a daughter as opposed to, um, a romantic relationship, God willing. um, but um right so we've seen sarah susan valley samantha tess. Tess. tess right whatever the daughter's name was tess we've seen we saw frank and bill and now we've seen uh uh henry and uh, sam henry and sam all right so there's another one it's the same beat same yeah. beat. now what i do like and by the way, there there is an arc in this episode, and there is like a, a like you look at um, and I and I do love um, uh, the way she plays Ellie, um, and I love like the scene of her on the escalator, and that she that uh, uh, this eight nineteen year old girl, young woman, is able to portray like this childlike sense of wonder and giddiness on a thing that we've all seen in you the gazillion times right i yeah. think she does a great job portraying that um but you start out with that sort of childhood innocence of them playing in the game and then you see them talking about getting older and more mature as they're looking at themselves in the victoria's secrets window and picturing themselves as adults and then talking about themselves dying right because then we go to the last stop which is spirit of halloween and you have the thing the, the the prop popping out probably not spirit of Halloween for for rights purposes popping out of the grave and that's where of course the zombie comes in and 
Uh, and she says it's, it, it happens to everybody eventually. Death is coming for us all. And especially in that universe. It, it may not always be a zombie bite, but it's, it's, it's coming. So they're sort of following the life cycle in this episode. But it's that you have to um, you have to fight, right? You have to fight as long as possible. And I think it's interesting that we've had two stories, actually three characters up until this point, who have died by suicide. In, in a way, right? You had Tess decide to take matters into her own hands. You had um, uh, the brother, oh, the, the, the Henry, Henry, right? Who, who decides to, to right? To, to, and, do, and, and don't forget the, the two. And then guys Frank too. and Bill, who both decide to go out that way. And then here is this girl who says, "You know, fight." And I like that message because I I'm not a big fan of uh. The, the, the go out by suicide. And let's be honest, we don't know how many people killed themselves that were also would have been immune. And maybe they would have survived the next day the way Ellie did. Uh, <laughs> never know. Well, and I always, I always use this example from uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake. There's a scene where the, the father of one of the characters uh, gets bit and they say, you know, you know, do you want to die? And he goes, yeah, yeah, but make sure you kill me at the very end because every breath of life yeah, exactly. is important, you know? Yeah, I understand so, the stab me in the brain after I die because there's always yeah. time. You don't die and immediately turn unless you're in uh, 28 days later, which was like six seconds. Right. Um, it's a, and, and, and you don't even die in that. You're, you're just infected. Right. Those people, right. Yeah. Um, in, in the regular zombie, you die, and then it takes a couple of seconds before you, you turn back to life. Right. And and so, pardon me for not having a better phrasing, I, I liked that sort of pro-life message they gave, they gave in the show. In this episode, which seems to fly in the face of what other characters in the show have done, and I'll be curious to see if this is a thing um, that becomes a a source of tension in the episode, episode and a half we have left with, with Joel and Ellie because, you know, Tess went out. Uh, I could see Joel being the kind of guy to go out, right, to, to, to go out on his own terms, uh, yep. where she's going to have the, uh, you know, don't you dare take the easy way out or don't you dare give up so soon. And I'm curious to see how that ends up going, if this is a, a thing that's going to inform how these characters interact with each other when the end finally comes for one of them, shall we say? Right. And actually, you do see it, right? Where Joel's saying, "Leave me alone." Yeah. Go yeah, away. He, yeah. Yeah. Go away. And well, she refuses. Yeah. Go. To. Go back north to my brother. Yeah, that's right. what she said. He says, "Yeah, go back to tell me." So, does, me or so does this end up changing his attitude a little bit? No, no, we'll see. Right. Right. Um, so, uh, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, there's probably other things on the list that we haven't brought up related to the episode. Well, it's, it, I was going to say, because they seem to only have one infected per episode, yeah. I was thinking that they should start doing or, like or the Talking zero. Dead. Or that, zero. Or zero. Have like yeah. the Talking Dead in memoriam segment to commemorate <laughs> the one infected that may or may not have died in the episode. Because the 
I mean, it's kind of silly that you only have one, maybe, maybe one in an episode. Um, so I don't know. I was just thinking that as I was watching the show and just for a show that we've, again, just, just for PD, but the show that we were watching for zombies doesn't have zombies, then it needs to really lean into something else, right? That is some kind of attachment for you. And again, I'm not saying it's badly written. The cast are fine in exactly what they're doing, but the, the some of the biggest things that were like the people who played the game were looking for isn't always in it. Well, here's the point like again. Oh. Like Phaedra is not, doesn't feel dangerous to me either just because they're not around a lot either. Right. So it's like everything that could be dangerous to them hasn't really been so far. It's kind Whoa. of, you know, Random there were there were, there were two episodes where you had zombie swarms. Yeah. Um, right, the second and, and the sixth. I mean, the second and right. the fifth. And both of them, they were they were. I think it's fair to say they were kind of lucky they got out. Although that the one from the episode five, it kind of felt like there was a lot of plot armor surrounding the characters um, because yeah. they were in the middle of a zombie horde and everybody else managed to get attacked. Um, but that that's. That's really getting nitpicky because yeah, I'm okay with that. For every character in every movie and every show ever until yeah. suddenly they don't have it. Um, yeah, I would I, I would have liked to see more. Like, I appreciate that when we started and Fedra bad, Fireflies goodish. Um, but I kind of liked seeing the the Colonel here in this episode. Saying how if it wasn't for us, people would either starve or they'd kill each other. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't know enough about this world to say that he's not wrong. And you can point at the same time to the the town in was it Jackson, Wyoming? Uh, yeah, Jackson, Wyoming. Yep, Jackson. Hope. Jackson, and say, well, they could do that. It's like very different doing that in Wyoming, isolated and away from everybody. Versus when we have a right. small community, a hundred people. As opposed right. to in the middle of a city with, yeah. I'm going to guess, it's probably hundreds or thousands of people. Right. Um, yeah, Jackson Jackson is a population around 10 to 12. Uh, and and it, during uh, tour season, it, it's, it may be maybe at most 20. And then uh, the, there's no suburbs. It's just uh, flatlands. So, yeah, that's in the middle of nowhere. It's a little easier, right? So, you know, so you have a fair point there, Mike. So continue. I just wanted to. So I'm just one. saying, I, 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 part of me wants to see world building that when you only get ten episodes, you can't do, especially when you take two of those episodes and spend them on other things. Um, I, I'd like to see what's going on with the fireflies. So we have not, like, why would the fireflies be the ones that you would trust, and not Pedra to have come up with a cure to the for the disease. We don't right. know anything about the fireflies really about why you'd trust them. So right, yeah, right. that's that's a hard question because we right. don't have any info. Right. And, and, I just and, find and, it hard to... and what what why wouldn't you think Fedra would be more apt to want to find a cure or equally, right? That's a fair point, Mike. So continue what you're gonna say. I well I think anybody, I don't 
care how conspiracy-minded people are. Yeah, or across um, the B, for that matter. They're, they're still know, all want to do it. Yeah, I think people are like, you know, I'd like to have my jacuzzi back. Yeah. So if we can find a cure to this, to get back to quote-unquote normal, sure. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you could probably find some, oh, I don't know, I kind of like being the guy in charge and suppressing all these people, but not having cable TV or cheese doodles. You know, it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't. I don't think that's going to be the case, right? If this character, yeah. <laughs> it was made publicly known that there's a that she has a potential cure, who's got the resources to do something with it? I, I don't know that I trust would trust one over the other. You know, as to to take care of it. I think part of the reason that you have this conflict is because of the existence of this plague, and the sooner you get her to somebody who could do something with it, um. Again, I just there's so much that I don't know about this world, which is makes it frustrating. Um, and, and I don't, I have a feeling we're going to find out something about the fireflies that's not so good. Um, but that's a, that's just a me guess. I don't think this is going to be like that. You know, in the video sure, game yeah, where you, you where yeah. you reach the final destination, yeah, you made it home, and roll credits. Um, <laughs> I, I I just feel there's likely to be something there because it's it's just too obvious. Well, and they're already um, approved for a second season, so they're going to have some kind of... Oh, yeah, but then you could have that happy ending, and then the next episode, and then you come back for episode one, and Bedro, you know, moves in, the Empire comes in, blows up the Rebel base, and you're back off to wandering the stars again. Um, so, so that's not necessarily... There's still ways to deal with that. Um, there's not a Last of Us 3, right? So... Maybe there is Not by yet. the time Last of Us Two is over. Maybe there is that cure there. I have no idea. Um, and just because you cure that doesn't make it give you a chance to spread it around the globe. Uh, it's not going to end the apocalypse overnight. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, the the pandemic is lifted and there's all the restrictions are gone and everyone's back living in the suburbs mowing their lawn or you know whatever image of idyllic 21st century life you want to use. Um, you're not necessarily going to just suddenly get the internet back, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of questions that, I mean, like you said, Mike, there's, there's only nine episodes. Again, it's based off a video game. So, so, you know, obviously if they want to be faithful to that, they'll, they'll stick to that. But if they're going to do, World building episodes, and again, this this one here is part of downloadable content, so it is an actual segment of the game. You know, whether it's an hour and a half to two hours or, or even less, it, it's still part of the game. But when you're adapting something to television and you only have nine episodes, you figure they wouldn't have used episode three and seven, or even even episode. Um, or I think it was, uh, and and have all that backstory for the, the the villains that they just killed off in episode five anyway, and they could use all that for backstory of the world and and stuff. So I don't know if that's where you were trying to go, Mike. But if you well, were, I, I I I'm right there with you. I'm just saying that there's we're taking a lot of stuff for granted by doing that little story of. Uh, Ellie meeting with her 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 colonel, 
and him talking about, you know, what her options are and, you know, yeah. the importance of Fedra and the importance of work. And he doesn't seem like, you know, where you got like the, the Nazi guy in the World War II movie. There's like, upon the work, reading the world of its vermin. You know, we're not getting that kind of a vibe off the guy. Not um, at all. <laughs> where he yeah. feels like yeah. he believes in the goodness of what they're trying to do of maintaining order. And there's certainly something to be said for that. You know, the the question is, as I always say, most people tend to agree on 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 what things are good. It's the how do you get to them that causes the problem. And, you know, so that's that's kind of what I'm looking at here. So what is it that Fedra is doing? Why is it doing it? There's all these little backstories. What resources do they have? Why? You know, it's. We haven't seen hardly anything of Fedra right? because from we didn't see them in we saw them in episode one two and we and then yeah. a little bit in episode oh, yeah. two episode one yeah you're right yeah mostly and then we didn't see one. them in three we didn't see them in four or five because in four and five they'd already been overthrown we were told about what the kansas city version did but we were told that they were really bad which implies that not all the other factors are the same and right we don't see and we don't we didn't see them at all in episode uh, six, and we didn't see them at all, and we and we only got a, a light touch of them in episode eight, where the worst thing is that they I mean, want seven. their kids uh, in episode seven, where they don't want their kids beating each other up, and you know they 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 have to be in bed for curfew. I mean that that's right. just and 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 the the leader of this this area was looking at one of the people and saying this is how you want to live because you don't want to be known as a a stinker because if you're known as a stinker you'll you'll be stuck doing crappy jobs and you have the chance to you know live a better life you know so he he was he was very helpful he wasn't malevolent or anything you know so and i i'm still saying that episode 5 6 the Kansas City um we only saw the perspective of of like four or five people and what they said about the Kansas City group and I, I'm still not convinced that the Kansas City group was was any evil than than what we saw of the rebels because the Kansas City group was already dead. So it's like, who knows the truth? Right, and some know. of the people they were killing seemed like good people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they killed the doctor. I mean, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I I'm not convinced. Uh, it's yeah, I mean, so they're they're trying to bake everything gray, which is fine. Um. You know, but but again, um, uh, I would like—I just want more of it, I guess, more of, of the, the world building or more zombies. I'd just be happy with the more zombies, to be honest. I, I would have, <laughs> and that's like that. Like I said, I didn't have too much of a problem with them. With them, I understand why they fast-forwarded the three months. We we didn't need to see them wandering through wilderness and nothing happening to them. At the same right. time. We're supposed to be in a dangerous world, and we're in a dangerous world where I'm not seeing as much danger as I think I should be, either from the humans or from uh, from the zombies. Um, and the I, human I, danger my, is just typical and cliche anyway that we see so far. I mean, it's just there's nothing unexpected there. Right, right, yeah, just roaming bandits. Or, you know, I mean, you, you could, yeah. you could, you know, I mean, this is, you could just toss this in eighteen sixty, 
or, or eighteen seventy right. midwest, right. and, and it's just just you know, like okay, yeah. right? No, you know, like, yeah, like I, the Yellowstone. Remember, I used that example, you know, from what there, last there, week. I there there are shows that I'm not always fond of, and one of those is the. Uh, Oh my God! This person is injured, and I have to stand over them and take care of them for an entire episode as they oh, suffer. Oh, I can't stand and, that too. Yeah, uh, and it's yeah. so. I, if we're going to do that episode, I'd rather do it in two minutes and spend the rest of the time in a flashback. So I don't yeah. have a problem with them taking the time out here. Yep. Um, if that avoids us having to deal with that other very very overused storyline. But it looks like we're um, not. We're going to get that anyway next week. Well, right. At least partly, us. anyway, yeah. And how yeah. many breaks have we had so far? What do you mean, breaks? It's just like we're taking breaks from the main story. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, we had and, episode three, a little bit of episode five. Yeah. Right. So um, episode five yeah. was, a, was a Joel and Ellie and two kids uh episode right. two was 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 glorious or only episode one got well, started. episode four and five also had uh that woman villain a lot with her yeah oh well, you had some of it but at least it tied yeah. into what was going on but yeah i don't know how necessary that was given her being killed off in a right episode anyway it just seems yeah. like the pacing is kind of not you know. what you might have expected. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean maybe the show is good. I, I don't know, but but I, I, you know, I I always you know, back in the day, Mike used to uh, get uh, you know, me and him had jokes about uh, The Walking Dead, where he was a fan and I wasn't. And but honestly, Bo, Mike was always honest when it kind of sucked or when it was really good. And I was a fan of that show for what three or four seasons before I finally said enough. But you know, I, I, no matter what people say about The Walking Dead, uh, about the season three at the prison, that was more interesting than than some of the stuff we see here. I felt so. I don't. I don't. You know, if people are going to be trashing the prison, how bad was that? Or, or well, let me rephrase, because it wasn't really bad. It was just, you know, some people just didn't like it that much. But honestly, some of that was better than some of the stuff I see here. So, I, I mean, the week, some of the early it's weeks. Tough. I mean, there's, a, yeah, go on. there's shows that I've watched a lot of shows that I've enjoyed more than this. It doesn't mean that they're better constructed in a, an objective way in terms of yeah. cinematography and sets and performances. Yeah. But... um. Like they, they they know how to leave you on a cliffhanger, you know. Like I'm watching, uh, what just watched the first half of the fourth season of You, mm-hmm. um, which is the story about the the serial killer and whatever his latest romantic relationship is. Yeah, and, and man, they know how to end every episode on a cliffhanger. And yeah. there's a lot of cheese in, in that. There's a lot of suspension of disbelief and a lot of remarkable coincidences that allows the villain to survive another day. Yeah. Um. But it's enter it, it is without question entertaining. Um and I'm and I'm not getting like here when you're focusing on character drama, which is what a lot of this is. And I don't know whether it's a terribly insightful character drama or original character drama. Me personally, like I said, I'm dead inside. I don't 
I don't that that doesn't speak to me anymore in the same way that it might speak to other people. You know, I'm, I'm not right. that much of a romantic at heart that I'm like, oh, it was such a lovely story. It's like, yeah, they're, they're, they're teenagers. Teenagers will be together, and then a week later, they're going to be going their own way. That's, That's what made the two work. older guys more interesting. Their story was more interesting right. than this one. But but they're also not the reason I tune into the right. show. Exactly. And again, if you have a 22-episode series... Yeah, that um, one had no zombies. That episode, episode three, it was like, right. what is this? You give me a 20, if you give me a 22-episode season like they did in the past, and you spend two episodes on side characters, all right, fine, that's that's okay. I, I'll do that. You know, it's... um, But it's not. It's a, it's We're seven episodes in. Yeah. Two out of seven episodes... Yeah, if you, you can't have an ensemble... We're about... You can't have... Other a, than the story. You can't have an ensemble cast if it ain't going to be an ensemble cast. They're tr- you know, they, they throw in these extra stories, and it's like, okay, here it is, the ensemble cast. You know, they're trying to be like Dexter or Lost or something like that. And then it's like, I could you could well, literally have skipped episode three, and it has no effect, really, at all, except for them. In other words, you could take the first five minutes in the last five minutes of episode three, and then toss the whole middle section with the with the two guys, and you miss nothing for the main, you know, because that had nothing to do with the story. Dude, yeah, it, it it wasn't even horror; it was just a a drama, which I could you know watch anywhere, and and if I wanted to watch a drama show, I would just go watch a drama show. So it's it made no sense, and. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just don't get it. It's... Well, there's also a thing for pacing. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've, it's been a, been a while since I've read 1984. But I, I mean, great book. Great book. It, it's, it is a great book. I've read it a couple of times, but yeah, I remember like reading that. Rat that scene was the scariest scene I've ever wrote, wrote, <laughs> read, period, anywhere. But I remember reading it uh, the last time, probably it was like 20 something years ago. And I just read Animal Farm right before it because I had not read Animal Farm in in high school. Um, And I realized that basically uh, 1984 was Animal Farm with everything explained for the people who didn't understand Animal Farm. Yeah, makes sense. Um, (laughs) And and really what 1984 gave us that you didn't get in Animal Farm was was Newspeak, right? Which was a brilliant invention. But my problem with 1984 is there's this the whole middle section of the book, which is like a political treatise. And it's just like, uh, you know, it's talking about Goldberg. It's like, it's, it's like, it's where it explains everything. And it just like brings everything to a halt. And there is momentum. There is momentum within an episode, but then there's momentum within the series as well. So like we watched <clears throat> Supernatural. We did an episode on Supernatural. Yeah, a long good. time ago, right? Way before, I think before Supernatural had completely worn out its welcome. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't unusual, right? Because this was a show that had 22 episodes. And right. Lucifer's going to take over the world and we're going to take an episode off to go here and fight off evil demon bunnies. Yeah, well, it was like, we have to, it was like a supernatural, anymore. supernatural version of X-Files. As how I right, always com- same thing. compared it. And yeah. and it's like we well, have to save the the story arc for the season the monster of the, the week. sweeps months. For the sweeps months. But 
like they're building momentum. They said, oh, and we're going to take a break. Well, we're going to end, take a break. Well, <laughs> but, but, you're, but you're, the monster of the week episodes, whether it was X-Files or Supernatural, in my opinion, were still awesome because you still had the same characters. You, right. you know, and you still had the, the, the regular supporting cast, you know, like Bobby or, or, or cigarette man, smoking man or whatever. And, and, and so it was truly an ensemble in a sense, you know, and um, the, the reason I'm watching Supernatural or X-Files is for the, the, the genre material. And sure enough, there it is. It, even if it's just a standalone episode because they went off to, you know, Kansas uh, City for the, for the day to fight, you know, some ghost in, in the, a mansion there. That was a, that was what I wanted to watch anyway because that's what supernatural was, right? So it's it was, but it was at good. the time, even if the standalone episode was great, at yep. the time fans would complain. And there's other shows that did this. X Files was one. Buffy was another one. Where like fans would be really into the main arc, and then you give them a standalone episode, and that might be the oh, only yeah, like, no or, or they might only get. Like like January because Jan because like sweeps months was November and February and December and January because it's the holiday season it's like they might you might get two new episodes and they're both standalone episodes so people are going like three months between like waiting for that story arc to pay off and it would be frustrating to them because you were destroying the me- the momentum well Whereas especially for X Files because I, I was waiting for the Grays right you know, and that was what the main we're story watching line was has alleviated some of that and you can skip over those episodes. Well, here you only have 10 episodes. You can't have these detours. You want to have that momentum going. We want to carry through with these two characters, and you're breaking up that momentum. You're cutting away when you shouldn't necessarily be cutting away right. from that main arc. Right? And I, you know, I'll think back to like the, the template for a lot of shows uh, was um, The Fugitive. Now, I've never actually watched The Fugitive TV series. I've seen the movie. But I know The Fugitive was a huge show in the 1960s. And the story was the character of Richard Kimball, who had been wrongly con- uh, uh, accused of murdering his wife, on the run from the law, going from town to town to town. And when he was in the town, he was in there just long enough to hook up with some people who had a problem, to fix their problem. And, and then the law catches on to him, and he's got to move on to the next town. And we saw that pattern repeated with shows like oh, – the Hulk, right, or Kung Fu or, or whatever. The characters wandering from place to place, encountering new people and moving on. And you could do something similar here, right? They wander in, here's a new town, here's a new problem, and we move on. And they kind of did that for three episodes. We stayed in one town for two episodes. We went to another town for one more episode. You know, but you're not getting enough of that to get that pattern going, to get that momentum going. Um, and again, I would like to spend, to spend more time with these people and see them together. Um, and we're fast forwarded to the end of their relationship. Probably. I'm guessing. I don't know how well Joe's going to do. I don't know how good her stitching skills are. Right. What's your, what's your thoughts? I mean, I mean, Mike sp- spoke a lot this episode so far. And I think we're all letting him speak because I think most of his feelings are needed for anybody to interject because everything, you, Mike, you're saying, in my opinion, I think – and I think I'm speaking for Barrett and Sean, but I'll let them 
answer for themselves uh, is exactly how I'm thinking. So I have nothing to add to what you're saying because you're saying it so well. Uh, what about you, Sean and, and Barrett? What do you guys have to say? Okay, so I listened to the podcast with the showrunners, and I mean, it's and some of the behind the scenes stuff was interesting. Like, I don't know about you guys, Phil. I probably think you would appreciate this, but like having a Pearl Jam song, awesome. Yeah, I yep, noticed yep. that the, I was the cure and the, the cure, and the, yeah, the cure for the carousel. And yep. they talked about they talked about like the one I think it was Druckmann said that he loves Pearl Jam and Craig Mazin was like I like him too but yeah it was it was the it, editor that I think it was one of the editors that well the editor's the, the one who one. suggested the Cure oh no he yeah the Cure song you're right the Cure you're song right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. said he had tried it for several other times and it just was like people blocked it so this yeah, is the yeah. one time it actually worked and they chuckled about how you know, in such a bleak world and everything so crappy that somehow this carousel has the cure. And then talking about... But that's a fun song. That's a a nice song. It's not the depression. But but just saying like how ironic it is because who who in the real world would take the time (laughs) to put the cure in Calliope for for a carousel, right? Exactly. Right? So I mean, right, right, that was right. kind of fun. And then, like, talking about the Pearl Jam song, which was cool, and you know, talking about how the it's funny that like they checked once they'd used the Depeche Mode song from the first episode, how like Depeche Mode downloads like went up five hundred percent or something. That's right. And That's so, right. like, getting people to listen to songs that aren't so mainstream. And getting people or like opening up to those groups, giving yeah, them a because, because a lot to of another people, taste. a lot of people that are watching the show don't even know who Pearl Jam, The Cure, or, or Depeche Mode, or Depeche Mode, or or even that or Aha uh-huh, or Etta James. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's right. Aha uh-huh was there, and Etta James doing a, a Sonny and Cher song. So. Yeah. Yeah, so you you're right. Aha, uh-huh. I forgot all about that one. Yeah, and my my girls would have appreciated that because I always play that song for them. And so, so yeah, all no, all those songs are like anybody that's 25 probably goes. I never heard of any of them bands before, and now they heard them for this one. So episode. getting that done and talking I mean, that's about how, that. That's how I bought all my. Uh, a lot of my music when I listen to a Scorsese or a David Fincher film, because they have great soundtrack or a Quentin Tarantino film, you know, and yeah. then I just download all the music. And, yeah, but anyway, exactly. Yeah. So, so that was a cool thing. Talking about the fact that the mall in Calgary that they used was going to be, it was actually a mall that was like about to be demolished. And so they were told they could do anything they wanted with the mall. If they wanted to smash stuff up or build stuff up or whatever they could, but that the mall was only one floor and they're like, we can't work with the mall that only has one floor. And they talked about how there's there's actually an escalator in that one floor mall that just basically goes up to one little part and that's it, to a wall. And so then they talked about how they had to do the different effects to create what the mall looked like and how they marked it off. And so that stuff was kind of interesting and it was interesting again how much work was put into that um it's just a shame that they couldn't have put the same amount of work into having uh, more infected but i mean that's and so listening to him talk about that stuff was it was very interesting 
uh, and getting their take and the breakdown of like where they're coming from or whatever on this different uh, kind of stuff. So, I mean, that's kind of a, but if you don't listen to the podcast, then I mean, most of that stuff you're not going to either know or know or care about. Right. And they talk about like, there are like um, another channel I watched on YouTube was talking about like some of the fun little Easter eggs, like where the, the Colonel that she was talking to, um, if you looked at his keys, he, his key fob or chain, whatever, had the Naughty Dog symbol, who was the the game company that yeah, made the game company. Last yep. of Us. So yep. that's kind of fun. But I mean, unless you're really looking for it or aware of it, I mean, that's stuff you're going to miss. So I mean, in some ways, they're playing to the people who are the you know the you know the true game fans or whatever of it. But then they're also playing against it, which is kind of weird at times. If that makes right. sense. Right, right, right. So, but I, I, mean, I do want to say, is, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, since you mentioned that, one of the things I did want to point out is the art design, right? The set decoration. You know, you look in Ellie's room and you see uh, a sets, I think, for Aha and Etta James, and the music comes up later because we're hearing music in her Walkman. So, I, I you know those are nice touches. You have a lot of space stuff in her room. Uh, which ties into her saying she wanted to be an astronaut. Uh, yep. So I, I think they do a really good job of just uh, of putting in those little details, whether they're done as a, as an as an in joke, whether they're serving the the character or the plot. Um, there really is a nice attention to detail in in uh, in the series at this point, and again the set design and the rest of it. So I so I have liked that, and I appreciate that. I didn't catch the Naughty Dog symbol, though. That is cool. So, so yeah. I mean, thing, oh. Oh, no, please go. Continue. I was just going to. No, sorry. So the other thing I was just going to say is that, I mean, for all the things that are, like, um, maybe are, like, not as good as we hoped for, the fact is, I mean, there is a lot of attention to detail to, like, doing the, the, the setup for the different places they go to and just the effort they put into it and making it, you know, look and feel in regards to the environments like the game. So, I mean, I think they do a really, really good job of doing that. And again, it's always shot beautifully. I think the acting is always good. I don't think that there's been any performances where you're like, these people just are phoning it in or anything like that. Right. Um, the music choices are great. The soundtrack is is great. So, I mean, there's a lot of solid stuff about this, but I think we've already touched on it. Like, nothing about this is phenomenal. Nothing about this stands out as excellent. It's just solid. Not That's not a bad thing, but it's also not exceptional. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I would concur with that. I, I, I would put this uh show as just okay and at least what we've seen so far and again that's not a bad thing but yeah it's it's uh obviously not um um some some of the more successful shows or more exciting shows that i think uh many of us have enjoyed over the the last uh what uh, decade of of television whether it's uh for me it's you know like dexter and um Obviously, Game of Thrones, uh, Peacemaker was pretty awesome. Um, 
uh, I, I had an affinity for the She-Hulk, even if it, it had like two or three episodes that could have been tossed. Discovery of Witches was fun. Yeah, Discovery of Witches was pretty good. Um, so, so yeah, you know, there's there's a lot lot of good stuff out there. Um, and the question is, is this better than any of them? Uh, right now, it's the thing that people uh, remember because they're actually it's new. You know, uh, you know when Lost was out, everybody was talking about Lost, and now, you know, ten years later, people forget about it. But some people still or prison remember break or something like that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. There's there's a lot of shows. Yeah, exactly. So well, I mean, I'll say that also one of the problems is because of the structure of the show, like Walking Dead. The com- by the time the show had come on, the the comic had been on had been out for oh at least seventy five issues, maybe a hundred issues. Which you know you're talking about um, seven or eight years at that point, and people could say, oh, just wait, we know what's coming, we know what's coming. It's going to be built. Now some of those things didn't turn out as well as we had hoped. That happens. And what, what show is this again? You talking about Mike? It was the Walking, Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, here I don't know. I mean. It's a, it's two video games. It's two seasons. I don't know that there's this whole like, oh, just wait till you see what's happening next because of the amount of stuff that they're not doing. I don't hear people saying, oh, just wait till they get to this part. Right. Just wait till you get to that. Right, right. Because they're they're, they're taking out these parts that people like, like think like, I'm guessing, like you know, actiony, gamey parts, actiony right, right. parts. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I mean, um, yeah, I, I would really be, I, I mean, again, you know, people, there's two people that are watching the show, right? The people who played the game and love the source material and then people that like horror and zombies and are watching it. And I'm curious, those people that we see on social media that, that are liking it, um, which ones they are. And percentage-wise, you know, I mean, obviously there's there's probably nothing out there to, that is is tracking this, but um, it would be curious to know. Um, and as you always say, Mike, you know, people should email us and let us know their thoughts, especially the folks that are um, game fans, because I'd be curious, because like you've said, Sean, you know, this whole unbelievable set pieces, and you even said in this download. Well, content there's more than one zombie right so yep. so what what are people feeling about these changes and the lack of zombies and um i mean i was i was kind of soured of the and i'll say that not on, to be funny but i know michael rolls eyes maybe but soap opera stuff because you know if i if i want to watch uh a drama I can just watch a drama. Not, I don't want to see it um, as the main thing in, in a lot of my my genre stuff or horror stuff. But um, again, you know, this this that's the thing that's weird about episode three, especially, is you take away the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes, and you you just throw away the the Bill and and Frank, I think his name was story. It it you wouldn't have missed anything. Or what the main storyline and what we're here to watch, at least I was watching the show for. So it's it's just an interesting aspect, and, and I'm curious what people 
really think of that because I know we know what the critics think, and they said, "Oh, episode three is the greatest," and you know, and and you know whether it's a great story or not, or or well, well, well done or not. Again, you throw away that forty minutes; it it wouldn't matter if you missed it and kept on watching the rest of the show. So I, I don't know; it's just it's just a strange thing, and I think that's the, the show's weakness. So I have a question for you because I mean this is going to be like a side tangent thing, but Phil, when Disney Plus does the show, do they give how many viewers are for the shows, or do they not? Um, but Disney itself uh, versus it's, it's, versus HBO. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know. Uh, I don't think it does. Okay, because the one thing I would be interested in... Yeah, because I'm going to look cons- up Mandalorian now, but anyway, continue. Yeah, I was going to say, because Mandalorian starts on March 1st. Or She-Hulk, I'll, I'll, go, I'll just do she And I would be interested to see, like, if they actually gave numbers, if you end up with having more people watching Last of Us, or more people watching Mandalorian. Mike is right, they don't They don't give numbers. They don't give it? Okay, so, yeah. so that would have been interesting if they did, because I would, you know, I mean, there's not going to make any big difference, but it would just be interesting out of the two vehicles that Pedro Pascal is on, which of them actually has more draw. Right, right. Well, and that's another question, too. Is, is it, is, has Pedro Pascal become one of the reasons why people watch shows, too? You know, I, I don't and know. I would, I would think so. Well, I don't know that, like, he's not uh, Henry Cavill in The Witcher. Um, He's, in in The Mandalorian, he's the guy in a helmet. If I understand correctly, he actually didn't get hired until kind of late in the process. So much of the season, in the first season anyway, he's not the character on screen. He's literally doing voiceover work, and you have somebody else in the costume. Um, A big deal of the show is that the character never takes his helmet off except for all the times he takes his helmet off but uh um i i don't even know how many people know that it's him that's under there um so i have a feeling mandalorian is, is a little different because you're not seeing his face uh although i could be wrong about that um yeah i it's Disney tends to play very close to the vest. The only time they reveal the numbers, I think, is when they have those investors meetings. And they kind of have to disclose stuff so that the investors know how their proper how the stuff they're investing in is doing legally. Right. They're they're obligated to do it. Um, I think HBO might be like, I think they always like these places. They'll release the numbers when they're really good. They want people to know, especially with HBO has had such. Um, problems of late and publicly had problems uh i think uh netflix after its subscriber base suddenly dropped out of uh unexpectedly uh was doing what they could to get any good news out there that they possibly could um i don't think disney's been in that position although they may end up being in there soon uh because i know they've had to to start cutting losses um because they're starting to suffer setbacks and they're starting to realize there's a problem with this whole streaming service thing. And that, you know, as quickly as Disney plus has grown, um, still not, has not made any money, uh, because all this stuff costs money, investing 
uh, in these expensive effects-laden shows, the, the Star Wars shows and the Marvel shows, costs money. Um, well, it also costs money to stay at the top, too, because people can't afford every single service that's out there. Right. Right. So you've got to keep providing. What draws people is going to be the exclusive content. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Pe- 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 people would get Netflix for Stranger Things or when they had uh, friends or they had The Office and that was the only place you could watch it regularly, they would go there for that um, as, a screen- as a streaming service. Uh, for Disney, people are going to tune in for the Mandalorian. They're going to tune in for the Marvel shows. Um, uh, but the, the other problem for the kids and the kids stuff. The 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 problem with that is that in the old days, you would then sell the show into syndication. That's where the real money came in, right? You would you would make uh, I don't know Cheers, and once Cheers hit a hundred episodes then NBC would make a ton of money selling it into syndication into all the local channels and the local networks, and they would make a fortune. And everybody involved would make a fortune. They would, old networks used to do anything they could to get an ep- a, a series up to 100 episodes, because once you got to 100 episodes, that was syndication money. And you were then on Easy Street. Um, Wasn't that where you shared the story about, was it Brett Butler, like, caught into a fight or whatever, and, like... They stopped just before 100 episodes. Remind me. I, that one was. I, I don't think that was me. Or if it is, I don't remember the story anymore. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's someone, stuff like that. Yeah, someone who got into a fight or whatever, and like cut out just one or two episodes before they reached 100, and like really pissed off the castmates because it cut them off from being able to do syndication. Oh, jeez. So and I, I apologize if it wasn't Brett Butler's, but it was uh, was some actress that. I think I can't remember which show we talked about, but it was like something like that where they got they were just so close to 100 episodes, and then there was a falling out, and then they they, they didn't make the 100 episodes, so they didn't get syndication, and people were not happy about that for the time they right. put in. Right, which is why, like, if you got a show that made it to four seasons, even if the ratings were bad, they'd usually go five because the fifth season was where you used to be able to get to 100 episodes. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing: so you make Stranger Things, you make Last of Us, you make the Mandalorian, you don't sell it to anybody else. Netflix isn't giving Disney $50 million for the streaming rights to Mandalorian. They're not right. putting it on disc. Why not? Why not? Because then people don't have to subscribe to Disney Plus. You know, they're not selling it to ABC for daily syndication. Um, they have to keep the show on their servers to keep people coming back because anytime you get a new person who wants to see the new season of Mandalorian, Got to make sure the first few seasons are there so they can watch those. But you're stuck with the shows. You're not making any extra money off of them. You have to keep them there to keep people subscribing to your channels. And that's cutting off more revenue streams. Think about how much money Disney used to make um, selling DVDs. I remember how – or actually, I remember when the, the, in the VHS days yeah. like when, they, when they finally opened up the Disney vault. And they oh would let God, out Pinocchio. Yeah. Or they would let out little, right. and they would only sell it, was, it for like six months, and then they would right. pull it again. It such yeah. a and huge people, deal! It was yeah. right. It was so huge, and then there was the black market for those things, where it was insane, right? And uh, especially once eBay became a thing, um, yeah. And all that money is gone now because it's all 
But they can't just sit on what they have. They have to keep making more. They have to keep making more. Right. And, they, and I think well, they're and no realizing one buys this... discs anyway anymore. Even if, if you know, and I'm not saying that there aren't collectors like some of us here, but a lot of people just don't buy them anymore. Did I tell you the story about uh, the conversation I had with a student on Black Friday? Um, Go ahead. Okay, so it was, actually, I think it was. Um, like the day before Thanksgiving, or just talking, what are you doing? And, and is everybody, oh. anyone going to be going out shopping on Black Friday? And they said, what about you? I said, well, I've actually already been like buying, like buying some like DVDs because they're getting the, the sales. I said, wait, you're you're buying you buy movies? It's like you buy like the discs. It's like yeah, you mean like the things you actually have to put in? It's like yeah. Why do you do that? So I have the movie to watch. Don't you have Netflix? Yeah, but they don't always have the movie, and you get the bonus features. You get better quality when you actually have the disc. But, like, I don't understand. How do you know what to watch? Because Netflix has the queue. Netflix has the recommendations. She didn't understand how wow. the whole library system worked. Right. And it was like, I watch what I want to watch because I choose what I want to watch. I don't wait for the next thing to pop up on my streaming. Right, and right, say, right, right. you know, you watch this, you watch Stranger Things, we think you'll like Fuller House. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah. Pinna actually did not understand the whole concept of physical media. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of people, like, like what was it, uh, L, LG, they don't even make... Uh, Blu-ray players anymore, and they used to make some of the best. You know, they said ah, it's, yeah. a, it's a dead market, so they just stopped. So Samsung, I think, is is the is the place where you where you get them now. I think Panasonic and stuff has stopped making them too. But um, with uh, the last of us, obviously HBO thinks the show is is enough of quality that it's bringing people into. Uh, their service. Uh, I, I'm thinking that. I'm guessing that's the case, right? I mean, it is getting word of mouth, and I, th I think generally good word of mouth. So uh, it has a built-in fan base, whether it's zombies or the people that play the video game. So um, that is at least one positive. Now, now the question is: is is this a show that um, I'll be talking about in? A few years from now, you know, I mean, I mean, how many? I mean, even even Dexter and Lost, I'm not talking about a few years later. But but those shows, I, I think, I still talk about every so often. So the question is, will will I talk about this one? I don't know yet. Um, well, some of it's going to have to do with how it ends. Mm -hmm. And you know, we've seen plenty of shows, and that's always the problem with story arc shows. Lost is a good example. It, and, and Game of Thrones is another good example. Uh, now, thankfully, Game of Thrones has House of the Dragon, which has, I think, helped it a little bit. Um, yep. But if you don't stick that landing, you know, X-Files just really just heatered out. Uh, and it's easy for, for people maybe to forget just how big that show was and you know how much people talked about it, just as people talked about Game of Thrones, people talked about... The Walking Dead. People talked about Breaking Bad, right? You know, I was just going to say that. Well, one, supernatural. Right? I, 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 yeah. People would talk about that all the time, like, uh, especially the woman. <laughs> like it's funny because Breaking Bad is one of the few shows, and I would say uh, Better Call Saul as well, where they actually the ending actually made 
everything wrap up well. You didn't feel like you were, you know, there were cheated or there wasn't a yeah. good finale. That's rare when you consider the number of shows that are out there that don't hit the landing. Man, six feet under did. <laughs> I didn't see that show, but I'll, I'll take your word. Oh my god, no, yeah, best ending ever. Nice. That's HBO too, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that, no, that's a, that's a fair point because I mean, like Ozark was like one of my favorite shows in the past decade. Uh, maybe maybe my favorite. I, I liked it better than Breaking Bad, but I could see I, I could see how that ending um, wasn't was, as satisfying. Yeah, it wasn't as satisfying. Exactly, exactly. Yep. I mean, it's not saying it's bad, but it just for what you had been built up to, yeah. it wasn't. It didn't. It wasn't able to reach the what you had expected or hoped for. Yeah, and 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 it was also uh, interesting too because uh, again, again, the, the, you know, we're talking about another show right now, but yeah. but that show it turned the characters that you kind of liked into people by the end you were like, eh, I don't really like them. So, and how it ended, it was like, oh, that's too bad, actually. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I, th- that's the weird thing about this episode here for Last of Us is is there's really not much to talk about, right? I mean, when you think about it, it's really just these two girls uh, trying to find happiness in a crappy world, you know. So they're playing the, the type of music that would pump up the audience that's watching it, whether you you know the songs or not. They're they're all good songs, so so. They're, they're catchy tunes, so you know that works. And then you have the the, the sad ending, and and that's it, really. I mean, I, you know, and obviously they're so. And it's like you said, Mike. It's like two teenage girls or, or two teenagers doesn't matter the gender. And eventually, you know, there's a chance that they could stay together. But I mean, you know, everybody here has had girlfriends or or something in in high school, and and you know. You know, you haven't talked to him in 40 years or whatever. So, or 30 years, whatever. So, um, I think it was a nice moment in life type of episode, but it doesn't help really move the story, in my opinion. And the backstory wasn't, you know, could have been said in five minutes instead of a whole episode. And then also, um, uh, there's not really much to talk about as a podcast episode either. I think. Uh, am I missing anything that? Well, I was going to no, say. I mean, oh, a couple of people were speaking there, so I heard Sean first. So why don't you go first, Sean? So I was just going to say quickly. Why do you have to remind us we're old, Phil? Yeah, no kidding. Right? <laughs> hey, they talk yeah. about a 50 year old. He's really old. <laughs> I, I, I just had, I just had a, a. Oh yeah, no kidding. They said that in that ep- this episode. Oh my god, they did. That was, that's too funny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just had a birthday the other day. Uh, so, what? Oh, yeah, what's your birthday again? Yes, yes, thank you. Uh, but someone else was going to say something. Was it you, Mike, or was it you, Barrett? Someone, I, I was going to say. I mean, there's, there's thematic things in there. Um, again, about the just life. You know that death is going to come for us all. Um, there's a lot of talk. Right. There's a lot of talk about um, these girls growing up, starting out with very childish things and the fun things that like references. So they have the uh, 
the bad pun book. Uh, oh yeah, liked, yeah, that, for the flash forward, yeah. Right, I like the fact that they didn't know about the uh like they didn't know what a screenshot was. <laughs> right there. And, and and I've seen that from students where they laugh at a joke and and even because they know it's supposed to be funny and but they don't actually get it because they don't know what the words mean. <laughs> Uh, so it's the Mortal Kombat that made, was awesome. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat thing was was good. Um, and again, that was a callback because she talks about uh, in the one episode about how her friend was really you know knew everything about the game and that you know if you do this thing and she'd spit up the bones and that's of course the fatality that she got to see. Um, so those little things, those were nice things, not critical things because we had already kind of gotten those things, but those were nice. But then you also then have them graduate out of that and have them like looking in the window at the Victoria's Secret. Um, you have them, you know, and then obviously again, ending up in the graveyard in Spirit of Halloween. Um, I like the argument of the soap versus sneakers. And there's certainly something to be said for grabbing a good pair of shoes in the post-apocalypse. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Especially if they're free. Um, you don't want to have that, you know, $20 pair of Walmart shoes that's going to last you for, for two months. Um, but yeah, that just that they're looking and, you know, maybe the, I don't know how often kids get to shower in the, the Boston safety zone. Uh, so maybe the shower that the soap was, was more of a luxury in their mind or but certainly generally hygiene. Uh, and it's funny because we've seen hygiene referred to in a couple of episodes now where she gets the box of tampons or she gets the, uh, the cup in the last episode. Um, and those are all little things that we take for granted. Um, and certainly as three guys, it's not a, that specific hygienic concern is not going to be one foremost on our minds. Uh, but then it's also have them looking at the sexy lingerie and like just trying to not understand, not really grasping the concept because well, it's such an alien thing in their world. And yet, and yet, and yet they understood it because that was the, the joke, right? She, her friend goes, I'm just, her friend meant it a different way, but I just imagine you, uh, dressed in it. And Ellie, who obviously has the crush, is, it begins to premier, premier here or print. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so she, they understand it, even though they don't understand it, the, pra the practicality of it in the world they live in. Because, again, all this stuff is from the world that they don't, they, you know, they missed out on, I guess. But continue, Mike, continue, Mike. No, and, but, and yeah. by the way, again, speaking as men, old men now, but at one point young men and before that boys, um, that's an interesting thing because it's sort of like, okay, I never really thought of it like from the perspective of being a young girl and looking at this lingerie thing, stuff that you're supposed to be wearing when you get older. And how, like, just such a bizarre thought that might end up being, um, and maybe a little just well weird. Well, uh, and to be honest, once the hormones yeah. hit them and they start uh, having, oh uh, yeah, they, they'll understand it all with no problems. <laughs> but you're right. If, if before the hormones, and and they're just looking at it like, hmm, that's weird, you know, because they don't even, you know, they don't even have boobs yet, right? So they don't even need a bra, probably, or they're just beginning, and it's like what is this, you know, and, and then suddenly, boom, once they hit all that, it's like, okay, that all makes sense. But yeah, it's an alien world because of their age, never mind. Right. 
yeah. and but it's an alien world because it is literally an alien world, right? And that's again one of the things I've loved about Ellie is and been pretty pretty consistent uh, with the characters this fascination with the things of the past. And these are kids growing up. These aren't kids growing up in in nineteen hundred. These are kids growing up in twenty twenty whatever. All the remains Whatever. of these things are there. These aren't things people are talking about as potentials the way, you know, if you were in 1900, you would have talked about maybe one there, they'll be able to fly across the Atlantic Ocean. We know it was there. We know it was done. We know that people went to space. We know people landed on the moon. We know that there were cars. And, and, and she didn't even know there were moving stairs. She didn't know about escalators. Right. That's but right. she's just so fascinated with all of it. And I, and I kind of love that. And it's, and it is sort of this thing where we, you can see how um, uh, kids would be fascinated by it. And, but they would also have this thing of, look at all this stuff that my parents had, maybe even my older brother or sister had, and I'm never going to get it. Or I would like, or, or, or maybe just dreaming about having a chance to have all that stuff that's mundane to us. You know, but... I just I just like that aspect of the character. Oh yeah, and they're consistent with that in this episode. Like not knowing, like the time machine, which refers to the photo booth as a time machine. Well, if you think about it, a photo booth is a time machine, but it, re- it records a moment of, of an instant in time. Um, that I don't know, if cameras are a thing for her. Who wants to record the zombie apocalypse? Well, look at how uh, her Walkman was like gold. Yeah. Like very yeah. important because I don't imagine there's a lot of Walkman sitting around. Like the thing that was very interesting about the episode is it really got hit to me about just how much stuff that we take for granted now, you know, that took place after 2003 that would are completely, you know, unknown to them at that point. Because the world froze at 2003, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you think about, I mean, I think they even talked about this with the, the showrunners talked about this. Like, even just the acceptance of, uh, you know, gay or homosexual people or um, trans people or any of that kind of stuff. That was not acceptable in 2003. We are yeah. more hopefully open-minded now in regards to just accepting people as people now, but we had the time to go and, and go through the process of, of adjusting for that, right? And it's just right. Well, I, I remember in 1990, oh, I was working in Warwick, I think, at the time. So that's going to be 96 or 97 was, I think, when they passed the Defense of Marriage Act. You know, which was passed by Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer, who was one of the, 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 the I believe one of the, the co-signers of the legislation, signed into law by Democratic President Bill Clinton, that basically like reaffirmed uh, marriage as between a man and a woman. Um, and so, 2002, that's still fresh on the books, right? It's there's really not a gay marriage debate at that point. Uh, in this country, the gay marriage debate really doesn't ramp up and for like another eight years. Well, the country freezes at that point. And so all these things that have happened in the last 20 years that we may we may be taking for granted now. I don't know. 
Um, about digital media. Oh, yeah, digital media, absolutely. <laughs> Cell phones weren't that far along either. No, they yep. were not. <laughs> we don't have the smartphones. We don't have the digital media. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, what, what year are you talking about? 2003. 2002. Yeah, oh, oh, believe, oh believe me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I was talking to... Um, uh, my ex, my ex uh, girlfriend, who I was friends with for a long time, and uh, yeah, we talked about how different our dating would have been back then compared to now. You know, back then we couldn't, we didn't have selfies because there was no, you know, cell cell phones with a flip phones with no camera really. And then didn't we still have to pay for minutes? We had, back then? We had to, yes. we had to pay for long distance t- as well. Still, too. Never mind. Yeah. Then, I don't know, know that Pam still understands now that there's no like. The minutes are not not minutes, like the like texting is unlimited. Because like it's one yeah. reason why she insists we always get iPhones is because we can text each other unlimited. It's like you can text each other unlimited on anything. Any, now. Anything now, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, now it's most like, plans, like the, most plans you get the like data the old woman now who still free too. We're in the uh, depression. We we get but, the data now, hundred uh, yeah. percent free too. You know, you just pay the flat fee and you get everything. So, but yeah, it was crazy back then. I remember when uh, dating back in those days. I mean, we have to. Watch the phone calls. <laughs> yeah. Well, not just the phone calls. The internet, right? You had yeah. your right. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember when the trailer dropped for Episode One of of Star Wars for the Phantom Menace, and you know, so they dropped that three minute trailer online, and it like broke the internet. And you it, you like have to take an hour to download a three minute video because yeah, that's the right. Speeds that's right. They didn't were have... so slow. Yeah, they didn't have YouTube at those days. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, and I remember when I would email her, my, my, my ex back in those days. Uh, uh, yeah, you have to log in, and you, you, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it was just different. Yeah, it was just everything was just different. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, you know, I have flash drives now that have like ten times the storage space of my first PC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking more than ten times. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. I try yeah, to remember I mean, how much whether it was eight or sixteen gigs, but it's it was yeah. I don't buy. I try to buy no discs oh. now or computers with with uh, that aren't that aren't um uh what, what is it uh, solid state solid state. Thank you. SSD. My first yeah. PC was a Timex Sinclair that had like sixteen k of memory or something, and yeah. now and then my first real PC was like uh, IBM compatible that had like you know megabytes. I was going to say the reason I bought a, a new PC uh, that wasn't just DOS was because I wanted to play Doom. And and the <laughs> only reason I bought a cell phone was because I wanted to wanted uh, to talk to my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> you know, so so I, it was there was reasons that I bought it. Not, you know, it was just kind of funny how, how things work. Yeah, so the one thing a positive I was going to say though was at least they would have had GTA Vice City. I, what, what's that again? That's two thousand two thousand three two thousand two. Oh Dude, we're yeah, we're still talking yeah. about the TV show here, Phil. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, oh, speaking of the TV show, I did like the uh, the uh, the uh, Mortal Kombat. I like yeah, it. I really yeah, like that and too. The, 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 and and, and it was uh, what's her face? The who's the blonde, uh, the 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 chick that's in Melina, wasn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, the, Melina. The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, thing yeah. that was cool is the showrunners talked about, like Druckmann talked about how they had to create the turning 
because they couldn't afford to get the actual rights. That's right. Yeah. For Mortal Kombat, right? Because right. at the time, there's just there's no way you can you're going to be able to justify that. And so it was just funny that they at this point, you know, ten years removed, that they actually like could get the rights to be able to to have Mortal Kombat two as part of it. Yeah. So that's interesting. The shift in the the market, right? Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, I read that too. Um, and the fact that they just said like it was the best Mortal Kombat, <laughs> so just the passion for that that was kind of funny too. So yeah, well, and, also, and it just shows you how old Mortal Kombat is now. Isn't that crazy yep. too? Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. There's there's also that um, never underestimate the recent piece of effect. Oh yeah, I, I, right. We so for those the what effect on, the Reese's Pieces effect. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Reese's Pieces are still around, and I still don't quite buy that anybody likes them. Oh, they're really good. Um, My wife they're does. Really good. I love We're them. in Alaska. She asked, okay. She's like, I have a hankering for Reese's oh, Pieces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somehow, oh, yeah. somehow yeah. I found them. Oh, yeah. I, I love them. They're, they're still everywhere. You still buy, I buy some. I haven't but done No, they are everywhere. Just, I just. So anyway, I used to when buy they first, the big, giant bags of them. But yeah, go when, ahead. They, when they first came out, they did not sell very well. And. Right. And and Steven Spielberg was making E.T. And in the movie, in the script, Elliot leads the little alien E.T. into his home using a trail of M&M's. And if you read the novelization, it's M&M's. Right. But M&M's didn't want their candy associated with the movie in case the movie flopped. Right. And so they had to – so they just switched over to using Reese's Pieces. Right. And that became – and suddenly Reese's Pieces exploded because it was E.T.'s favorite candy. That's right. And yeah. I don't know the marketing placement in video games is quite on the same level, but no, oh, I can get my product placement in a TV show, yeah. and you can drop the name of my game, like you said. Oh, yeah, you Mortal, know, the, Mortal Kombat, yeah. Right, that if you, have, if you have the cure in an episode, and suddenly you'll see its download spike. Right. Because people want to see that, and that, yeah. that happens all yeah. the time. So everybody yeah. wants... Musicians, well, I think, especially, they want to get their stuff into a show because it takes no time at all, they say, yeah, uh, to, to get bumped up the Spotify list. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, and that's how, like I said, that's how I, I learned about a lot of artists and have a lot of the music that I listen to is because of films that I've, I've seen it in or TV shows I've seen it in. Um, it, one of the big ones uh, was uh, Toy Story wanted to use Bobby right from the beginning and Mattel yeah. refused because they didn't believe the film was going to be any good. And, and so they, they had that, you know, the, the sheep woman instead in it. And, but of course, by what episode three or four of the movie now, now Barbie's in the movie. So uh, three, been, three is where they three. broke Barbie. They had Ken and Barbie yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Barbie was originally supposed to be in it. And then, but you know, what's funny is like Wreck-It Ralph, Huber and all those characters weren't, where, where they had to ask for permission, and uh, those companies said, "Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, please take them, take them." Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 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 We, we want the publicity. Yeah, exactly. What were the Q doing with Cubert at that time? Yeah, not much, right? And now Cubert suddenly had a resurrection, and and you know the, you pay one ninety nine on Xbox Store, and, and everybody buys it now, right? Yeah, or something. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else anybody? How about the actual show? 
Well, that's the problem, I, and that's what I keep on saying. It's just really um, a one-beat show, right? It's 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 just the 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 two girls for running around the mall for about thirty-five minutes. But is there anything else? It's got to be something, right? Well, More. I did laugh because this is remember a mall that these two operate in two thousand three. I one of the little touches I loved. And by the way, they had that. What was it? The the wolf movie, Wolf Something Part Two. Oh yeah, in the in the show here, I'm talking about yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, was still made up. I think that was made up. Right, which is a made up thing, and I know that's yeah. an Easter egg from the game. Um, yeah. there it is. But I love the uh, at the the box office in the movie theaters. It's just a little sign that says, "You know, back in five minutes." Um, and there we are, <laughs> twenty years later. Um, <laughs> so I got a kick out of that, and it, but it but it also speaks to how suddenly, um. This all fell apart. That, that world fell apart, right? Exactly. But uh, Dawn of the Wolf Part Two. Um, that was what it was. Same thing. So that's that's part of that world building, along with the um, along with the joke book, uh, who the author was mentioned the, the previous week. Um, Did we lose your mic? Yeah. No. 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 I'm just oh. I'm just blanking for a second. Um, I'm just looking over my lists. A Savage Starlight comic comes back. But I was saying, I, I like the fact that even though this is a mall that was shut down in 2003, it's a 2003 mall. What's the music that they play when they're running around in the mall? They're playing Aha, Take On Me, which is about, like, if you had a list of the 10 most 80s, 80s songs, like, mm-hmm. like what are the quintessential 80s songs? Take On Me oh. is one of them. probably sure on yep. that list. Uh-huh. Right. And what do any um, songs mean in the series? It's bad. Uh, oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, because of the. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, so because yeah. I mentioned that film, no, no, when you were not bad. It, may, it means it's a warning. Danger. Warning that something right. dangerous from that yeah, or from yeah. that code. Yeah. Yeah. So it was funny because I mentioned this message to you when we were watching last night. That the moment I heard "Aha," I'm like, "Oh, bad stuff's coming." Right. Well, just a be. matter of time. Yeah, which is but ironic. I just laughed. Oh, go ahead. I just laughed at it that the mall is such an '80s cultural thing that they yes. immediately go to the '80s music for just get playing around in the mall. Right, right. Not a 2003 song. You know, they they weren't that they were they were going straight to aha. Uh-huh. Well, you know, though, you know, that's that's how uh, a lot of that type of music is. When you when you know when you go places, they they're always playing like the Beatles or they're playing, you know, Rolling Stones or they're playing, you know, Guns and Roses ballads or something. You know, you know what I'm saying? Rock now. Yeah, yeah. So, to us now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So so you you still hear all those songs, even though twenty five year old kids may not know what those songs are. Uh, that's the type of music that you hear when I you know when I go into the liquor store and, and they're pumping music. That it's 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 uh, you know Kansas. Or, or something, I, I you think know? It was I think it was Anthony Mann from the Horror Etc. podcast. Who I think is fundraising his uh, Bug Eyed Monsters too. Or anybody's interested, and you know I've been listening to Anthony for a long time. Uh, I posted on Facebook that I think he heard like he had heard move, uh, was hearing songs from the 2000s on the oldies station. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, grunge music is now on the oldies stations. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, it's the truth. Yeah. 
you know, oh yeah, yeah, I remember they were playing like Oasis, um, you know, right after playing uh, a, a song from Pink Floyd in ni- from 1973, you know, be- because it, it's all considered classic rock now. You know, it's kind of funny. Yep. We're old. <laughs> That's just what it's <laughs> basically coming down to. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, too, because if you think, I don't know, this is off tangent or whatever, but it's funny because I was thinking, like, when I was a kid, my dad was super into Jan and Dean and the Beach Boys, and I'm like, I could care less about it. But it's now I'm at the we're at the point where like the stuff that I love, yeah. Most people who are like as you mentioned, twenty five or younger or whatever, like don't care about it. Yeah, or don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, 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 that's the thing. Me- I was is remember I remember Madonna. Like I, I never listened to her, but she was like huge back when we were yeah. growing up. And now you know if you ask some twenty four year old about Madonna, they go, "Oh, isn't she that weird woman looking woman with a." Of a weird face. Well, they don't even know anything about her. They don't even know her music. You know, it's, the it's meme funny. I just uh, uh, shared today, where they were talking about how the the kid was there. Someone had put pre Madonna, and the kids thought it was the era before Madonna. The what before Madonna? <laughs> the era before Madonna. They didn't get uh, the pre Madonna as like something. They, yeah, they didn't get the natural natural word. Madonna. They yeah. got, oh my god, god so They funny. thought it was just all oh, the era of the four Madonna. Oh my god. And they funny. literally uh, thought that. And the people were like, oh my god. That's what have yeah. we come to? <laughs> yeah. No, it, but it just reminded me there was a, of an old Doonesbury. Remember Doonesbury, the comic strip? Yep. And this is when I was in college. And like the one character is playing music from his son. He's like, listen to this he's playing the rolling stones i can't get no satisfaction the son just was like did i just step into an elevator yeah right right, right. and yeah. now that was their generational crisis where, where the yeah. music of rebellion all this political which which we well i guess you did with like gangster rap and stuff you had that but the music i was mostly listening to was not a political statement it was um you know it was just fun music but you know, it's when, when the protest songs and the angry songs and the people who thought like the 60s music was all of this like really significant stuff gets relegated to the oldie stations and to the elevators and Muzak. And, right. you know, that was a that was a hell of a thing. And now it's our turn. Right. And, well, well and if I, anybody out there is still listening who happens to be under the age of 90, yeah. it's going to happen to you soon, too. Well, well it's funny. It's funny is that, you know, you know, the my uh, daughter's music teacher. um they're doing like a, a little musical thing. Um, so like last year they did it and, and it's mostly older stuff, like classic rock stuff. And one of them was, was uh, crazy train, right? This year it's painted black. And again, it's because the guy that's the music teacher, he's like, you know, a 60 year old guy. And that was the type of music he listened to, well, you know, but, I, and, but painted black was also in used in Wednesday. Yep. What's that? The Netflix series. Oh, yeah. Oh, that Netflix series. Yeah, yeah. But th- this guy didn't put, choose Paint It Black because of that show, that's for sure. He, no, he but changed. the kids may have known it because of that. Oh, maybe, or maybe. maybe. But, with the kids because of that. Yeah. Well, my, my, um, my girls knew about it because I had, they said, it's the Rolling Stones, Dad, and because I had showed them a bunch of the Rolling Stones you know, live performances back in 1967 when Brian Jones was still alive. So, but your so, girls are still in single digits, so they're still in that yeah, thing that, yeah. oh, Daddy likes it, and therefore it's cool. And when yeah, they hit yeah, double digits, yeah. it'll be like, oh, daddy likes it. It must suck. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's yeah, no. Look, my, my 
my co-teacher, my, 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 the guy who teaches across the hall from me, uh, is the other chemistry teacher. He is literally less than half my age. He's 25 years old. And yeah. he was like, he's already experiencing generation gap issues. It's like, yep, that's it. This is, this is the thing that you get when you teach, is you're on the front lines of the generation gap. And you realize just how quickly you've become irrelevant because he's already like not understanding. He's like, already kids today. He's like, oh my God, what am I saying? I'm 25 years <laughs> right. old. I'm talking about kids today. I turned into that person I didn't want to be. I was never going to be and that. He, I was going to be the cool. We young all teacher. turn into that. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, but you know what happened? I mean, at the, at the, on the porch at the park. But but, but but you look at at the at the kids today. The kids they're awful. And now I'm sounding like an old guy. But I may be yeah. right too. I may well, be right. Get off! Get sitting, off my lawn! Yeah, you're sitting on the porch, <laughs> drinking some lemonade, and shaking your cane at the young punks. <laughs> Lemonade, listen to you. <laughs> iced tea. It's, it's, it's actually iced tea with a lemon in it. All right. I was like, yeah, but no, your iced Phil, tea is Phil's wrong. Would be would be a little stronger, I think. Well, yeah, that's another thing. But your, uh, the iced tea in America is wrong. It's got to be Canadian iced tea. I never even heard it's of that. Actually, like maybe nice syrup and in it. And tasty. No, uh, no, that could. Oh, maybe. oh my God, maple I, syrup iced tea would be fantastic. That's actually a pretty good. Sound. Are you like part of the cartel there, Sean? Uh, <laughs> Hey, 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 hey! This next, starting uh, next week, is Maple Syrup Month in New Hampshire, where I live. Ooh, nice! And, and, and all the syrup shacks pop are open, and so we do a. So uh, Maple a, Syrup got a longer month than Black History Month. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, they get all of March. Maple Syrup Month is all of March. Right, which is which is a which, which is, is longer a, than February. Which is a thirty-one oh. day. Month and Black History Month got a 28 day month on occasion oh, we throw a bone to give them a 29th day. But, I, well, I don't even I don't even know what a, what a history month is, so what, I, I'm completely confused, Mike. But oh, fair enough. You don't <laughs> know what a history month? Oh God, well, I, I, I try not to. It, it's 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 all it's all what it is, and I just try not to. I, I just want to. No, what it means in the morning announcements every day in school, they read out, they they pick a, you know, somebody off the the file card of historical black figures and they don't seem to ever add to the list. They just keep recycling the list every year. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Yes. Oh I know. yeah. Yeah. But well, that's, that's how, how you always do. You want to bring you, it, it's always the, the, the greatest, right? Those are the, you know, you don't, well, and then they pull out and then they'll pull out like Aretha Franklin. I'm like, wait a minute. Are you sure you want to play Aretha Franklin now? Because, Women's History Month is coming up in March. Oh my God! <laughs> and you don't want? Uh, you sure you want to burn, 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 burn that one right now? Do you want to save her? For oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so when's Women's History? Women's month? History is, what? is March. What's that? Women got a bigger month than the. They they, they have this just uh, like the Black History Month has to split it with Women in Horror Month. Oh, uh, okay. which yeah, is February. I, Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, see, I I I forgot all about these these months, but okay. What do you yeah, mean you do Pride Month every year? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, but that, yeah, but that's that's because we we, we do it for the for the uh, Halloween petite psychotronic reviews, right? We we tend to ignore any historical black horror films or uh, women in horror films for Women in Horror Month in February. Well, w w women, yeah, but women are in horror films every horror film. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, remember they were being oppressed and it was misogyny. That's why. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they still are right. Wow! I just I just saw an article I don't want to where they were complaining how they're killing off all the black characters in Last of Us. It's like, oh my God, Last of Us. 
Oh yeah, well that, we're talking about yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, they don't understand that the the show is supposed to be is just really two characters. But yeah, you're right, Dave, because the black character died. This this yeah, his, the daughter died, and she was she was mixed ethnicity. Uh, the two black kids. Oh, in that's right. Yeah, but in the five. Yeah, in the show. But then the two the two straight the two the two white homosexuals got a nice death. Because <laughs> well, killing yourself is nice. <laughs> well, they got to have a happy relationship. They lived to old age. Right, and it's like, oh God! Uh, if you people, don't people. like the story, write your own. <laughs> well, this has nothing to do with just the story. It just has to do with people that are upset about life and and they have behavioral health issues, so they complain about certain things, and they're just angry people. So, yeah, I mean, I this that, is this, this, look. It's, it's this is a zombie show, and look, look, I was one of the people like with Walking Dead. It was a running joke for the first like three or four years, maybe even the fifth year. Yeah, yeah, the where black characters like, were good, correct. Hey, look, here's a new black character. Kill off the pre-existing black character. Except yeah, that one guy, like, the guy from season like, one, he lasted for a while. No, he only he lasted in season three, but he was the only character yeah, yeah, on this show. Yeah. And it's like, bring in a new black character, we just killed one off. Right, right. Oh, it was... It there was, was only one Asian character, and he got killed. Yeah. But they didn't ours. immediately bring on another Asian character to replace it. No, they didn't. Um, no. It, it, it was, it was, it was. I don't, I, I'm not saying it was intentional, and it may not, may have been, it may not have been. I mean, it could have been like, oh, we, you know what? We we have to kill the yeah. black character off. We got to make sure we have a black character on the show, so bring another one in. Maybe that was the way they were thinking about it, but it just, it just looked bad. So, Last of Us is, is already been brought into that uh, that argument of oh, the, you, you the, can't the mad it. Twitter people, the mad Reddit You You can't people. help it, I'm sure I'm yeah. sure, you, I don't care what it is, they're going to complain um, so yeah. you know, just yeah anyway, it's just, yeah, yeah. I, I try to avoid all these these months because it's just division divisive div- division, making people Angry uh, about with each other. I see the point, but I I see the point, but oh, but it, but that. Oh, no, I'm not saying it angers. The, it doesn't. It's just a weird thing. It's just the people, it, the people that are angry aren't necessarily the people that you would think would be angry. If you know what I'm talking about, it's just people well, are angry, and 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 that's why I don't. I don't really want to get into politics. But yeah, there was yeah, one yeah, funny I, thing that I wanted to either. throw in. Yeah, yeah, you guys, please, please, please. And I, th- I sent it to you guys last week, I think, where one of the stores was selling Last of Us games, saying, based on the hit series. Yes. The, 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 <laughs> like, you missed the point. So, oh, that, oh was... that is hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, so if you go into Walmart right now, yeah. you'll, or, or GameStop, you'll see yeah, stickers. Based on the HBO's Max. <laughs> right, it's like you don't know what based on means. What you should have said yeah. is the inspiration for... Because God knows, or or like you'll see with the Stephen King book, now a hit, a major motion picture, right? <laughs> now a mini series on CBS or, or whatever, All Access or Paramount Plus, or um, that's not the same as inspired by. Right. Um, Wording counts you know, like, for some reason. Like Riddick, the video game was inspired by Pitch Black and, and Chronicles of Riddick. Right, those came first, and then the game followed. Right. Uh, Last of Us was not inspired by the. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it'd, be, it'd, be like, like, it'd be like Dune inspired by the hit movie. <laughs> but I just like the fact that like the game was inspired by the series, and then someone was like, wow, that turnaround's pretty impressive. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you literally, yeah. like, within a couple of weeks, automatically have got this game out. I mean, I wish other companies would have that fast of turnouts. Right. Well, right. my my experience, like the best video game adaptations, are the ones that come out like long after the movie did. Um, <laughs> like I think like GoldenEye came out like two years after the movie. Um, yeah. And, and that's like still one of the. It's still a classic to most people. Yeah, it's one of the one of the premier. They're examples. redoing it. It's so good. <laughs> yes, yeah. but. I wonder if they'll actually they stick to it because they had a couple of like other versions of GoldenEye like on the GoldenEye was a great movie. The movie was great. The movie was fun too. Yeah, fa- the, game, the game was Jensen. a lot of fun. There's yeah. that Sean oh, yeah. B I guy. That in it, so. I was like, do I want to download this for the Xbox? And I thought I spent an enormous amount of hours unlocking everything in GoldenEye oh, in 1998. <laughs> yeah. Um, like everything. Getting the double O agent badge in every level, and the I'm best thing was just the multiplayer too. Like, oh, the multiplayer that was one was of the first so games. Good. Was like that was one of the first games where the multiplayer was like insane and like blew your mind. So now, now uh, uh, to get back to Last of Us, <laughs> I want I wanted to ask I, I want to bring this question up because Sean mentioned it. Last night, because uh, I started it like two minutes before he started it, so we were yeah. watching it basically together, even though we and so we were just texting. And and one thing, uh, Sean says, uh, uh, I wonder if next episode is going to be the cannibals. And then I said, the Mortal Kombat where Melina ate the bones. And sp- I mean, there you go. Sp- yeah. nice the, foreshadowing. The foreshadowing. There it is. There it is. Yep. I'm taking credit for that one, even though Let's I'm sure see. it wasn't intentional. I don't think it was intentional, but let us yeah, see maybe. what happens. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll, they'll uh, end so. up changing the cannibals too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? That's funny. That's funny. They're, they're going to be vegans now. Oh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> we only drink soy. <laughs> well, I don't know why they would make it at that point. But what we don't have anything else in this time. What would you do? But they're able to do the soy and tofu and stuff, so good for them. There you go. There you go. Uh, anything but, else? You know, I, okay. no, I think, well, we, I I think say, we have destroyed this. <laughs> yeah, 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 we keep coming yeah. back to the same things again and yeah. again. And, and, and it sucks because I really didn't want to, and I know I did a lot of it, of just hitting these same points yeah, that yeah. we've been hitting. Um, and I, you know, I think there, there were, again, a lot of good, fun character stuff. Do I feel like I know Ellie better as a character now? Not really. <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew right. who she was already. Um, this gave me filled in details, but not details that were terribly enlightening that I didn't already know. Admittedly, the whole fact, the fact that she was uh, a lesbian was kind of already, already spoiled for me in just write-ups on the show. Um, it's just, Whatever. I don't care. Um, so, yeah, she loves somebody and he died. Okay, that's everybody's story in the post-apocalypse. Well, but I pretty I, much I, expect everyone in shows to be gay now, so... Yeah, right, that's nothing... Uh, not, not surprising Not, like, spectacularly anymore. new. No, right, it's lost... It's lost... Whatever 
punch it hat. Yeah. If you were tra- meaning, if you were trying to make a statement or be bold or daring, it's not. It's kind of become cliche. Yeah. And um, and I understand that for oh, about a hundred years of Hollywood history, uh, gays were stuffed into the closet, and then maybe towards the end of that, they were kind of let out of the closet as long as they were willing to fill certain stereotypical flamboyant roles. I get that. I understand it's well overdue that there's been adequate representation. But I feel like people are still trying to say and it's a bold, important statement. It's like, eh, it's not as bold as it used to be. Right. Sort of yeah. like when you go watch the Jeffersons and you recognize that, uh, who is it, Willis was the neighbor who was white and he was married to a black woman because back in 1972, yeah. it was progressive to have a mixed race couple. That's and right. Now, and now, thankfully, there is nothing really provocative about that. There are certain corners of the internet where that would still be provocative. We know that, but the assholes, right. they will always be with us, as I think Jesus said. So, <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, no nothing mm. like that seems, seems remarkable uh, today, that's for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you see it all, all, everywhere. I mean, even, even back in the, in the 70s, uh, um, I, I, I knew a, a couple. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Um, but yeah, yeah, for for Hollywood, I guess yeah, it was it's it was big, maybe you know ten fifteen years ago, you know whatever. But you know, it's not now. Um, even though, right, you, like you said, Mike, that's a fair point that some publications or Twitter or Reddit people try to say this is groundbreaking, you know, even though it really isn't. They just, they just well, now it's bigger than than it really is. This is the first. Red-headed Chinese, one-legged lesbian in outer space. Yay. Okay. There's only, there's only like so many. Like there, you get to the point where you just said so many adjectives that I just don't care anymore. Right? It's not hey, an accomplishment. As a, as a as a redhead, I want my people represented. Yeah, that's fine. That's right. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Especially Canadian redheads. Yeah, especially. And if anyone's yeah. looking to employ <laughs> redheaded Canadian, feel free to contact me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so yeah. All right. So uh, anything else anybody want to bring up? Anything besides talking about uh, everything else? <laughs> everything else that? Yeah. Well, some of it was more was interesting because we're talking about uh, the effects of the olden days for people that either didn't experience it or or whatnot. So that was good, you know. But and and then stuff. But you know, it is what it is. Hopefully no one was offended by our uh confusions on on specific uh I just I just uh, want to remind everyone history months. Um but anyway, yeah, go on. I want to remind everyone that right now you're living through the olden days. That you just true. don't know it yet. That because right now kids who are twelve years old are going to talk about how much better it was now yep. than in 2047. That's true. That is true. And um, all the things you complain about, they're going to be talking about how awesome it was. They're going to be like going, remember when everybody was eating avocado toast? That was just great. 
I, oh my gosh. Hey, <laughs> I, I, but I have to I have to say this, Mike, because I always say it. And I'm knocking on wood, name files on Holy Spirit, amen. As long as the CCP doesn't do anything. All right, I have to say it. I usually get my, my Taylor Swift and my yeah. CCP comment in, in every episode. I didn't get a Taylor oh. Swift one in, in this one, though. But you and, just and, did. And, you just, and, just did. Did. and in 2047, they're going to be saying, I don't get it, man. None of these kids have ever heard of Taylor Swift. Oh, man. Well, you know, I, I always think that because I'm thinking, like, will she just be remembered like Madonna now, you know, in, like, 30 years like, now? Who knows? Who? You're talking about the senator? You know? <laughs> yeah. She used to be a singer. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, uh, uh, Shirley Temple Black. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's right. All right. Um, oh, Sonny Bono. He, he could have been president if he didn't. Poor bastard. Ronald Reagan? The actor? What? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's, right. that's like worked well for Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was a great movie. <laughs> great, <one>. great, <laughs> great Scott. Um, all right, so uh, I guess we give our final thoughts on this episode here uh, because again, uh, we could probably keep on talking about stuff that isn't this episode. It's completely unrelated, or or, or or loosely related. This is um, the pop culture episode. It's fun. Yeah, 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 because that's really just what what the episode was. It was they like started it by, by doing an entire episode of nostalgia porn. That's <laughs> really exactly right. That's right. Mortal Kombat. I, I'm, I'm still a dead of a lie. Mortal Kombat! But, but I do have a bunch of uh, Mortal Kombat t-shirts. Yeah. There's not many dead of a li- dead or alive T-shirts though. I wish they did. Those would that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah always re- remember the the soundtrack for the first Mortal Kombat and Christopher Lambert as Raiden. <laughs> 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 well, your might. <laughs> like I get the I get the sense that like Mortal Kombat was the Coke and Street Fighter was like the Pepsi. Oh, good call. And, and Dead or Alive was kind of like the RC Cola. Definitely or a good the example. Mountain Dew. How, how, what, was, what was the yeah. Pepsi? What was the Pepsi? A street, street Fighter. Fighter. Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you. But they. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But Dead or Alive, I still love the best, even if it is the RPG. I, I, I don't know where Tekken would fall in with that, and, and Virtual <laughs> yeah. Fighter was yeah. another one. Yeah. And Capcom, like, the Capcom Fighter games. Well, Capcom yeah. was all was Street Fighter, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's like offshoots of it though, because it's. And like, then there were the various offshoots. So yeah, if you want to throw the Capcom in there as like the umbrella. But it's the character. It's the specific characters. It's like Chun Li was in Street Fighter, and and, and yeah. Cammy, Cammy too. Yeah, you know, and, they and that's really what, what made it. And, and then you had Valorant. things like I don't know, Killer Instinct that were like the Zima. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I got a couple of Killer Instinct uh, T-shirts too. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. Oh awesome. wow. Yeah, yeah. The one with the 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 chick with the that wears green that uh, has like those. Like batons or something. I forget what they are. But yeah, see, I, I was never into shirts. fighting games, but I yeah. liked the characters. Right, because there was right. a lot of them that were like yeah. had this had these sci-fi, fantasy, or horror elements to them. Yeah. So I was Dark Star- like Stalkers was fine. Yeah. It was all monsters. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Uh, let's see. Uh, her name is the one with the green and Killer Instinct. Uh, uh, Orch- Orchid. Orchid. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, she was the best. Yeah, you guys know Orchid, right? B Orchid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was great. Was she bouncy? Uh, yes. They, they all they, yes. are. They, yes, they all are, and 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 that's that's why I'm a fan of them. <laughs> that, that's why I'm a fan of Dead or Alive the most. As a matter of fact, is because of the bounce. I knew that. Yeah, I know. 
Didn't they have Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball as a video game? Yes. So that was <laughs> yeah, the best game. Like oh, dude, that game is so awesome. I played that game. For... See, when they do oh, that, yeah. it's like they know why people are playing this game. Like, oh, yeah. Well, and not... then what you do is 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 you, you have to win, and as you win, then you get better better uh, bathing suits. That's pretty awesome. It's a great game. So you get the um, – what do you call them? The uh, – the slingshot bathing suits. If you if you win like five rounds or something, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, they would they would talk about like in Mortal Kombat juggling, which is you know where you just keep hitting the guy over and over again to keep him in the air. And oh, and, that was and, awesome. And and, yes. and 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 Dead or Alive, it was it was it was the jiggling that was the, <laughs> the yeah 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 oh, yeah. My girl, my two girls, they love playing uh, uh, Dead or Alive. <sighs> they they always choose the wedding outfits when they when they're fighting. <laughs> so oh so I can't bet you can't wait to show him Kill Bill. Oh yeah, that would be good. yeah. It's too buddy, so I can't show it to him. But yeah, no, well, yes. you can. Yeah. Just just gotta wait yeah. until they're like eight. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, fifteen, maybe fourteen. Yeah. Be hard and then they won't want to hang out with you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. As as long as I, I buy them earrings at, at at the horror conventions and comic conventions, that they'll they'll want to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> but then at that point they could buy their own, so they may not want to hang out with me. So, yeah. All right, all right. So uh, let's get our final wrap up on Left Behind. Uh, so let's start with you, Barrett. Um, serviceable episode. Acting was fine. Music was fine. It's a fine episode. Uh, I think you see a theme here. It was fine. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, it was all right. I, I mean, I. Uh, wasn't a huge fan of the episode. Um, I felt it was pretty much what we discussed. Uh, actually, Mike can just uh, say everything again, and, and that sums it up. So um, it was all right. Uh, it was an unnecessary episode for following the series. Uh, as a standalone, it was okay, but it's not the type of sh- episode I wanted to see in, in my horror franchise, because uh, I'm assuming uh, that's what this show is. Uh, let's go with you, I guess, Mike. I, I don't know what more I have to say. It's 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 a it's a fine episode, except it's still just telling us stuff about relationships and characters and without the in a predictable way. Um, and I just I'll just be repeating myself. So yeah, it was fine. It was decent, it, it, but it didn't blow me away either. All right, sounds good. So uh, next week is when we are in need. Uh, Barrett, you win. All right, I, huh? I swear I, you said it went right. Yeah, you gave your final thoughts, right? Yes, I did. But you yeah, didn't okay. do Sean. Oh, was Sean? Did I forget? Oh, Sean! I knew I forgot somebody. That's why I was confused. I, was like, <laughs> I know I dropped off because yeah. of tech issues, but come yeah. on. Uh, yeah. So Sean, Sean, uh, your final thoughts on, on the episode? Eh? Well, now what? What am I supposed to say? It was fine. <laughs> Right, like I said, it was fine. Just, just take Barrett's word and just cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't a terrible episode. It wasn't a great episode. Um, again, I would give lots of credit for the effort and the the, the setting and all that kind of stuff. Um, but for a show that again, I want to have lots of you know more horror aspects or whatever. 
we're still straying away from that. So. All right, sounds good. So uh, next week's episode is when we are in need. Uh, that will be the penultimate episode uh, written by Craig Mazine and the first of the two uh, episodes that Ali Abbasi uh, will be directing. Um, and that will be uh, uh, March 5th uh, is when uh, the episode will premiere. Um, all right, so... Uh, pretty much all I got, so uh, hopefully we didn't lose any listeners because of this strange I guess podcast episode, because it was a strange episode for the series, I felt, but uh, either way, uh, I guess we can uh, have Mike lead us out. Alright, well, thank you once again for listening to us repeat many of the same points we made last last episode and the episode before uh, for Last of Us, episode 1-7 uh, Left Behind uh, we only have an, two episodes left, episode eight and episode nine, you know, numerically speaking. And uh, we hope you'll join us for those. And uh, hopefully there'll be more zombies in them if that's what you're into. <laughs>